And we're live. Should I look up Rita? Welcome. Second podcast. Welcome. Uh, it's going to be, this is a um, collaboration podcast, actually, because this is going to be your second podcast for Gospel Shoes, and it's going to be um, on my episodes as well, my next episode. So it's just going to be my second episode with Shalaka Rita, and then whatever it's going to be for you. So yep. so I'm stoked to be on your podcast. I'm stoked for being your podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited, man. Uh, let my voice uh, get heard on Molokai by, uh, you know, family and friends here and uh, hopefully around the world uh, sometime soon. And uh, I guess my first, uh, you know, just kind of opening uh, what I wanted to talk with you about is, uh, man, I wanted to thank you uh, for a wonderful Christmas. Bro, it was amazing. We did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Ate a lot of good food. That's what we yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, we did. We ate a lot of good food. I definitely am a little pudgier uh, from being here the last few days. Uh, uh, the And I knew that it was going to happen. The food is amazing. And especially over Christmas, we had like a wonderful feast. And um, yeah, just being around family and being around uh, really good friends and seeing everybody again, you know, haven't seen uh, Holy and Carrie since the wedding. So it was nice to see them. And man, I haven't, I've never played games like that over Christmas. You know, my family, like, <laughs> we, we played some crazy games. No worries, bro. It's us too. First yeah. time. Really? Yeah, first time. Really? Like, you know, growing up, like, we never have, or the boys never have, um, like wives and stuff. Uh, so now like with the families all together, it's just like, yeah. bro. They bring it in. They oh, brought yeah. the games in. Oh, they wait, brought so the game in. So whose idea was the games? Dad. Yeah. Oh, really? Dad's idea. Oh, okay. It's to bring people together. Yeah. It was, oh my goodness. It was good fun. It was good fun. You got a, you got a lot of good pictures though. Yeah. Yeah. I got some, I got some crazy pictures. Oh yeah. By the way, you can see those pictures on Instagram on Shiloh Boy. Oh yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shiloh, Shiloh underscore boy. Yep. Yep. Oh, thanks for the coffee, by the way. It's pretty good. I didn't try it out in, yet. Instant coffee was going to be that good, but man, it's good. It's uh, the honey, bro. It's the honey. Honey. Yeah. Honey. Yep. I love that's, the a, honey. that's a secret. I don't know if you guys know out there that drink coffee, but honey is the secret. You know, people put a lot of uh, sugar or what, sweetener, yeah. like, you know, sweet and low or whatever. I don't really like Starbucks. Like if I travel like outer islands and stuff like that, because we don't want Starbucks here in Molokai. Mm -hmm. But like, just, I don't know. You can order like different types of coffees, but it's just, I don't really like, I like it my style. You've also changed your style. Now it's like yeah. you, you drink it black. With black. Nothing. Yeah, black. But like here, here when I drink instant coffee, I put, put a little bit of honey inside. Oh, okay. Because there's like a little bitter taste. You Why know? did you do that, man? Let's let's put that out there. Why did you change the way you were drinking coffee? Because you, you and I used to drink. You were my, you were my coffee buddy. I mean, you still are. Yeah. But you were my honey and half and half coffee oh, yeah. brother. Now, now, I'm not saying that it's not good. I think I think no, sugar and the half and half was like very delicious. I think getting into coffee drinking, I, I was bro, I was drinking coffee in high school, and mm. like like hardcore style drinking coffee. All my friends know this. I would like, so you know the instant, so this is like a Filipino thing. There's like an instant pack of coffee. Mm -hmm. I forget what the the, um, the brand is. Not Folgers. No, it was like a black pack. It was like a Filipino, Filipino kind Filipino of coffee. Yeah. Okay. So I used to, um, I used to rip that open. And if I'm in a hurry to go to school, I used to always be in a hurry. I used to always sleep late. That's why I used to grab a water bottle. Nothing has changed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're late to hunting. You're late Bro. to, you are late. I am, I am. But like, but I always used to grab that. Yeah, I know you, Jason's always up early. 
early in the morning. I love it, man. I love getting up early. You know, crack of dawn. I cannot. I, I, can, I sleep I can't, at night sometimes. I can't. Uh, I can't. I swear, I can't get up any other way unless I'm like, like dead to the world, tired, did something crazy, like we did yesterday, yep. the boat and all that. Yeah. But anyway, so Filipino coffee. Filipino coffee. I used to um, grab that packet. Super hardcore, by the way. Like people, I used to get judged a lot, but I didn't care because I was like dead tired. So I used to grab this packet, rip it open in the morning. Water bottle, warm water. Uh, warm water, by the way. Mm. Sometimes I used to bring it cold because like, it will last me out th- throughout the day. Grab that packet, pour it into the water bottle. Drink a little bit of water so I can mix it like a pro, like a um, pre-workout yeah, type. Yeah. Just shake it up and you just go to school with a water bottle. Every, what is that brown water you drinking out of that bottle? It was like, coffee. It's coffee. Crazy. Yeah. Right on. So you're, you're, okay. you know, like the teachers don't like us drinking coffee in the school, right? So yeah, yeah. So I was just like. Pfft. So how different is that versus like when we go to like hula bean and like we get the coffee with the espresso on top and uh, you know, is it a big difference? Because um, I never drank coffee like that. Uh, it's it's well, I mean, you go to like hula bean, you get like what you want, you know, like the sweetener, all of that. You can, yeah. you know, you have uh more more choices mm-hmm. to fit your what you want, you know. But like that instant instant stuff, like for me was. So I'm going to get into this. Let's get into this conversation. Yeah, okay. let's do it. Let's, let's do dive it. into this. Let's do it. So I was, so addiction. Let's get into that. Oh. So I used to be addicted to. That's a good to, segue. Coffee. Yeah, addiction. Addiction. Okay, let's go. So I used to be hardcore on like, I used to smoke vape a lot mm. since middle school. Got into it. Everything was about like looking cool and the, the clouds and stuff, you know, like smoking, like smoking vapes and like one of those big box mods. Or you can go and just blow clouds. Mm-hmm. It was just just to make sure, like make like you cool or something, you know. Right. And then slowly, when I got into high school, like freshman year, that was when the higher nicotines came out, like twelves mm. and stuff. So before it was like smoking low nicotine, like three milligrams, six milligrams, even sometimes zero, mm. just smoking for the flavor, mm-hmm. just killing yourself for nothing. But like in high school, the higher nicks came out, 12s, and then it went to 50. It jumped from 12 milligrams to 50 milligrams. Jeez. And, and, it, and it got, the mods became smaller, mm. and it wasn't about the clouds. It was more for the spin. Like you, you'd smoke a vape, and you would just spin out. Like, and, and that's how kids nowadays, we get addicted to When you say spin now. out, you mean high. You get a little high. You get a little lightheaded. Lightheaded, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that feeling of like a buzz, you know? Oh, I see. That's what it is. How like, long like does that cigarette. last? Just like a drag of a cigarette? So like, I would think your first spin would last maybe about 30 seconds. That's what they call them, spin. Huh? Yeah, your okay. spin. Okay. So it, it literally feels like you're spinning. So you ever felt, you ever got up too fast, you got lightheaded, yeah. and like you can't see anything because it's just like, you know, like cloudy your vision. Mm. It's like that, exactly mm. like that. But it's like a, I don't know how to explain it. It's mm. a, it's a pretty good feeling. <laughs> is it, have you ever done whippets? What is that? It's like that little. Uh, it's a canister, that tiny little canister. People, and then they're they like they're high for a few seconds or like a minute or whatever. No, never. No, no, no. I've never done them either. But I, it's the the way you're describing it is from what I've heard people say. Oh, I did a whippet, and you know they 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 get all high for like I don't know 30, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, whatever. Yeah, I, I think I think that was that was horrible, bro. Though, like back in the day, like that was a thing, spinning out, you know. Mm. So, like for me, it was it got from flavors, like you go from flavors, or it went from clouds to mm. like certain flavors you want to smoke, and then it went to the spin. So mm. for me, it's like I don't care about the flavor; I just want to spin. Okay. So like I was hardcore, like I want the spin, not the flavor. So same thing with coffee. If I had to compare it with coffee, mm. I don't care how it tastes; I want the caffeine. I want to get energized like this, yeah. you know? So it's the same thing. Like, I didn't care how it tastes. 
Mm. I mean, I, as long as it's not bitter or anything like that, it gives me like a little sour in my mouth, and it's like ah, I don't want to. I don't want to drink that coffee. Mm-hmm. But like that that bottle with coffee and stuff like that, I used to bring to school. Man, it worked. Like yeah. that's 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 all that matters. It worked. It kept me up throughout the day. Got me for do my work and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm going to interrupt you. How courageous do you want to get on this conversation of addiction? Are we going all the way? Yo, we, how, how deep you want to go down the rabbit yeah, hole, bro? How, how, <laughs> how, how courageous do you want to be? Because it's a public podcast, yeah? So, like, anybody can listen. So... Okay. Are we gonna get really courageous, or are we just gonna? Are we gonna? <laughs> you want to? You want me to tell my testimony on that? I would love. I. I okay. b- as Sweet. you're talking, I yeah, I'm I'm I know you. Oh, yeah. So I know what you do. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So that's where I'm going with it. I want you to like. I want. I'd love for us both, and I'll tell you about my addictions too. You know, Sweet. let's 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 talk it out because somebody out there is addicted to something. Okay. So yeah. let's talk it out. So I think I think I think addiction. Is, is is probably a big thing in people's lives because it's just it's something that could be something small could be coffee you know or mm-hmm. something big mm-hmm. like like meth or something like that but regardless it takes over your life mm-hmm. so you you have to rely on your addictions to function throughout the day meaning like sometimes if i wake up I'm like bro i didn't drink coffee i gotta drink coffee mm-hmm. it's like that addiction you know so i think like raising being raised in the church and stuff like that like good boy you know but i was always hard head Mm-hmm. And I never really listened and stuff like that. I was very, it was very strict growing up. So addiction was not not necessarily on my mind, but as I got older, it was the people that I hang out with, like around me, who I surround myself with. And when I started vaping and stuff like that, it it instantly took over my life, mm-hmm. instantly. And people might think like vaping is not that bad compared to cigarettes, but it's it's still bad. You Where know? do you draw the line though? And uh, something I like to do, and I know that it's not. It's not the best thing for me versus I'm addicted to this. How yeah. do you, how do you know when you're addicted? So like if I, if I, so here, here's the thing, like for vaping, I never really wanted to accept it. Like that I was addicted to vaping. It was to, it was to the point where when you wake up in the morning and you, you take a rip of your vape and all the way till the time you go to sleep. Mm. So cigarettes is something where you got to buy a pack, you smoke uh, however much you want you know, but vaping, you can sleep till you close your eyes and all the way till you wake up, you know, like as soon as you wake up, you reach for your vape, bang, you're smoking it. It's not like you have to get ready and walk outside, light a cigarette up. You know, it takes a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Vape is like bang, 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 bang. You can smoke throughout your entire day. Mm-hmm. And it's more like it doesn't have a stench, doesn't leave a stench behind, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but where I draw that line, I think it's just if it, if it becomes a necessity in your life, like, like a need. Instead of a want, you know, like I need this to function. Yeah. Then it's an addiction. Okay. So yeah. you, there was a time when you you felt that. Oh yeah, big. Was time. it physically? It was mentally. Everything mentally. is mentally. So okay. like, so like I I was, like if you wake up in the morning, I used to wake up in the morning. Where's my vape? My mm. first the first thought in my head is where's my vape? Okay. Not brush my teeth. Not put clothes on. It was where's my vape? That's gross, Shiloh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I I, I I I probably people should listening to this podcast and said, damn, that's me. Yeah. You know, and vaping, vaping for me was, well, bro, it, it consumed my life bro, big time. So I got into, I got into this, uh, I never, th- I never seen myself quitting vaping mm. ever in high school and stuff like that. I, I never saw myself quitting. It was not until I got into this relationship with this girl and she told me that, um, I, I don't want, I don't want you smoking. You know, and the things that you do for love, bro, is mm. 
Yeah. Like you would do anything, you know? Yeah. So I stopped. Wow. I stopped. And yeah, it was hard, bro. So I... I Did you cheat? <sighs> cheat. Like cheat. Like cheat, 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 cheating, cheat, like cheat picking babe. up. Yeah. Cheat Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So I told, I told her, like, I quit. But yeah, there was times where I like, I, I did, I did, you know, fall short. And those times that I fell short, it was just like the spin and the buzz that you get from vaping was not worth it. Mm. Was not worth the lie. You know, like, like lying to I somebody, like that, man. you know? Yeah. So I, so I ended up like, okay, I got to throw my vapes into the bushes. I threw my vapes into the bushes. Next day I was out there looking for it. Oh, gross. Yeah. Even more gross. Horrible, right? Yeah. So then I, I knew exactly, I bro, I had I had like this, a serious addiction and it wasn't physical, it was mental, mm. you know? And I, I went outside there, grabbed the vape, smoked it, and I was just like, bro, this is horrible, mm. like super horrible. So I grabbed those vapes. What do you mean? Okay, so let me, let's back up. When you mean horrible, meaning like when you did it, you're like, I can't believe that I dug through the bushes to find this thing exactly. to take a vape. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then you, then you start battling demons, bro. Especially so I what I did was like, okay, first things first, I gotta keep I gotta everyone that is around me who I surround myself with, I need them to keep me accountable. Cause I can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. So I called up all my siblings, confessed to my parents what I was doing, mm-hmm. told my siblings, Hey, you guys see me, you guys see me pick up on vape, slap me in my head, throw it back, you know, throw it away. You know, like and and do not offer me anything. Do not offer me anything to smoke, anything like that, you know? And then they was like, Yep, yeah, got you. They had respect for me. They said, got you. Yeah, we got your back, bro. So I I threw, I grabbed all my vapes except one. One was brand new. Grabbed all my old vapes, took it in, took it to the rubbish dump, mm-hmm. dumped it. One last vape left. I went hunting. And I couldn't hunt. I couldn't, I couldn't fun I couldn't function because all I could think about was this right here in my hand is consuming my life. I did Wait I, a minute, I, wait. So you threw away all the and but you grabbed one to take hunting? I had one brand new one and I had it in my hand. And I, and I took one rip in, in the mountains and I looked at it. I said, this is consuming my life. I said, I need, to make, I need to make a hard decision right now. It's either now or never. So I, I walked back down. It's late evening, late evening. Sun was going down. Jumped in my truck. I had it in my hand the entire time. I, was, I walked down that mountains into the truck, everything. And I'm driving. I'm like, and this is horrible to say, but like I had to, I closed my eyes. My window was down. I just went, threw it out the window. Mm. I had to. That was the only thing that I could do. Just let it go. That's addiction. Yeah, that's addiction. That's addiction. I never smoked on vape since. Congrats. How long, never. How long ago was that? Almost two years. Wow, that's yeah. a great story, Shiloh. So I haven't haven't consumed anything into my lungs ever it's since. Amazing, amazing story. There's somebody out there listening that's addicted to something, and that's a great story for them. Um, yeah. yeah, and I said it's gross, but it, and I didn't mean it like it's gross, but it, it is kind of, right? So yeah. as you were talking, I was actually talking to myself. Because I was thinking about some things that I, I'm right now addicted to that I'm like, hmm, that's gross. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn, that's disgusting, bro. (laughs) I'm so disgusting. (laughs) No, but it's true, man. Uh, You know, I love coffee. You know, it's it's such a. You were talking about oh, I walk outside and I light the cigarette and you know, and here you have to just you know roll over to the bedside and grab the vape. I think that whole thing of like. as coffee is an example, right? So is cigarettes. Some people enjoy that walk outside and that like, 
whether yeah. they're using matches or cigarettes, they enjoy that click and then yeah. they, you know, that that uh, oral fixation yep. of actually taking a drag and being outside yep. or that cigarette after having a meal or, you know, or after, you know, somebody mixes you a drink and then you light up your cigarette. Uh -huh. and like, it's like, man, it's like. It's, oh, so th that that's one. Sorry for interrupting you. But that was one thing that I actually did. So after quitting, I was like, bro, I need to know more about vaping. Than, than my own knowledge, right? Right. So I kind of had to discuss this with my with my mom. My mom was free free to it, open to it. Mm -hmm. So Napuvai, this the place here in Molokai that there's uh, some doctors and stuff like that. But they also have like a smoking concession program mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And I told my mom, hey, I wanna I wanna try this out, and not not for someone to tell me like to do this and do that, and mm -hmm. you know, fill my mind with some their their opinions and stuff. But I was I was more on like. I wanted to learn more about vaping, what it does to your body, how it how it works, and all of this. Mm. And she was she was up for it, but my dad was like, "You're gonna see a psychologist for this? Like, mm. you shouldn't do that. You know, talk to God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's my dad. You know." Yeah. And I was like, uh, "Like that's my journey. I'm always talking to God. You know." Mm -hmm. And I think the Lord was definitely a big part in that whole quitting and stuff like that. Yeah. But as I talked to the psychologist, she broke it down and stuff like that. She said that smokers that smoke cigarettes they give like obviously they have like the nicotine patches on their arms they chew nicotine gum or they get like the the candies and stuff like that but they also like they say like um like a cinnamon a cinnamon stick they put in their mouth like to replace the feeling of putting a cigarette in their mouth right and i was just like like bro okay i'm not that, I'm not that bad you know mm -hmm. <laughs> like i don't have to put anything in my mouth but i chewed nicotine gum for a while Mm -hmm. That's what it was like. My, I, 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 I hate to freaking admit this, but my mouth had to be doing something. Yeah, that's the oral yeah. fixation. So yeah. I just always had to be chewing gum. Yeah, it's the same thing with like they were talking about with the cinnamon sticks. I've seen people do that and yeah. it actually work. Yeah, know? yeah, people do that. And I'm like, why are you? What's up with the cinnamon stick? They're like, man, it works for me because I used to smoke and I normally have something between my lips, and yeah. it's like you know. So, but uh, but I think that whole thing with your dad saying, oh, you're gonna talk to a psychologist. It's he, your dad's very courageous. Yeah. Okay. And he's like fear, fearless. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like that's um, an old school mentality oh, yeah. that needs to be brought back. Yeah. You know, we look today to a pill, mm -hmm. um, a psychologist, a counselor, whatever, yeah. and not saying people don't need it. You know, yeah. people definitely need it. You know, marriage counseling, um, counseling for addiction, that kind of stuff. If that's going to help you get off whatever it is, or help help your marriage, sure. or help your family, yeah. or whatever, then all, yeah, it's, you know, that's that's great. Yeah. But number one, we would think anyway that we're strong enough to yeah. fight off that addiction ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're strong enough to keep our marriage together. We don't need a counselor. Yeah. We're strong enough. We had, remember we had this conversation <clears throat> out on the table with your parents about uh, depression and anxiety and those kinds of things. Oh yeah. Looking to a pill first instead of like looking to yourself and really trying to solve it. I'm sure a lot of people do that. They try to solve it and then the pill is next. But there's also those people that have a little bit of anxiety or a little bit of depression and they just they see the advertisement on TV and they're like, okay, I'm going to call about that or ask my doctor about that because I feel a little bit depressed mm -hmm. where we could try ourselves to, you know, and of course, like you were saying, you know, talk to God and that kind of thing. But the big thing is trying to be courageous and strong ourselves. And I think that's in your parents' era. I mean, there was no like back then there was no like pharmac a lot of pharmaceutical influence yeah, on yeah. us. And now it's everything, no matter what happens, coughs, colds, runny yeah. nose, anything, they want you to take something for yeah. it. And 
we do have it inside of us to to help ourselves and i think that's where dad's coming mm-hmm. from like i i don't like for for me yeah my dad is very old school very mm-hmm. old school mm-hmm. you know and everything is which like, is great bro. yeah so like my hey, the let me st- let me stop you right there you remember uh oh, oh god so this is kind of a whole different subject, so I don't know if I okay. want to stop you yet and like talk about it. But <laughs> you better you... start writing down, bro. <laughs> no, but but it's kind of, it's relevant, right? Okay. Right. Um, let's just let's just jump right now. Let's okay. jump, and we could jump back. Okay. But what you remember? We were talking old school mentality, right? Uh huh. Do you remember the conversation? Day after was it day after Christmas or was it Christmas morning about sex? Or was it that night? Christmas no, night. It was Christmas night. It's after everybody Christmas left. Yep. That's right. Yeah. All right. Talk to me. What was the conversation about? Do you remember? Because you and I both, when we drove back East End, we were like, that was powerful what your dad said. <laughs> yeah. I mean, powerful. Seriously. Yeah. So let's talk about it. About sex. About sex. Marriage. And marriage and relationships and how <laughs> we were making jokes on the boat yesterday about fornication. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but Try to explain how your dad put it because he really, he shut us both up as we were talking about, hey, this is your era. You've been married for, how long your parents were married? 30, 40 years? 30 something years. 30 something years. And both of them were like, this, this, our marriage is strong because we are faithful to each other, because we didn't have sex before marriage, because, and like he started talking about that. And then we started talking about your era, which is different from mine, but similar. Mm Mm-hmm. My era, your era, is like we get into a relationship, and what is the first thing that bonds us? Sex. Sex. <laughs> Sex bonds us, man, right? Right? Yeah. We don't look at it as like the way your dad looked at it, but the way he explained it was perfect. And it's hard. It's difficult not to have sex before you, ha- you, you get married. But the, just the way he explained it, like, really, like, it said it home to me, man. It was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's crazy. Like, it made me think to myself, and I, I'm thinking, you know, I could still do that because I haven't had sex with anybody since that conversation. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I can do it. Yeah. I think I can do it. So I think, like, my, my, dad, them, my dad and mom is, uh, yeah, very old school. But I I, I, would, I look at it where it's very appreciative. Like, I look at it like that is a love story right there. Mm-hmm. And to do it right that way, it's great, mm-hmm. you know. But I, what, what I will say, what I will say, in today's world where there's accessible, like, social media, you know, you, you have ways to talk to other people. And it's like, and it's dangerous. I'm a, the reason why I say it's dangerous is because women, men, they will always portray themselves as more online than who they actually are in person. Mm-hmm. So like... Because they're trying to get something. Exactly. But that is the lie. I, I'd say that's the lie of the devil. Like, I think I, I would say that straight up. I, I don't think anything anything like what connects us is sex. I think that's as, as screwed up as it is. Maybe it is true. Maybe it's not. But as, as honestly, it's it's definitely not the right thing. Uh, like, I think I think like... You mean having sex before you get married? What do you mean? I think, I think, I think sex... I, I'd say sex is is not like a horrible thing, but at the same time, it's like the right way you should do it is after marriage, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 the um, right way to do it. Now, I'm not saying any, that you're wrong for having sex before you're married, but to the reason the way my dad put it was, you will face a lot more problems in your relationship 
until you are one flesh. Mm. Meaning when you are married, you don't always, you don't only have a commitment to your partner, you have a it's like a covenant with the Lord, mm. right? So like when you're one flesh, everything everything mine's is yours, yours is mine's, right? Mm. And you have less problems. But what I'm saying is that like sex sex for men, <laughs> sex is like being vulnerable to to your partner, you know? And that is very important to men, very important to women too. Mm. You know, so I I don't know that's a, that's it's a very it's a very tricky one but my when my when my when my dad put it it was like you need a you need to be one flesh to have mm-hmm. less problems right the what, what he said the way he put his hands together right yeah. so as we take both of our hands and we get them closer and closer together and we enclasp them fingers in between fingers mm-hmm. is how he put it he cla- he clasped his hands together and then he twisted his hands yeah so he clasped them. Not so. If you clasp them together, you can easily pull them apart. Yeah. But if you clasp them together and then twist, yeah, you cannot separate them, or it's a lot harder to separate them. And what he said was, when you get when you have sex and you and you put your hands together, you twist. Yeah. And so if you're not married and you make that twist. What happens is, is you haven't made that real sacrifice to that yeah. person, but you have made the twist already, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way I saw it. Because when he twisted his hands and he tried to pull them away, I'm like, wait a minute. He's, we're, he's, we're, the man or the woman is trying to pull away because they're not married, yeah. right? If you're married, you don't need to pull away, right? Yeah. You've already made the commitment. So when we're not married, I feel like the, the, the way he was talking, okay, here's a, a great example. And I'm, you know, I'm not putting you out there, putting myself yeah. out there. You're in a relationship. I was in a relationship. Both of those relationships, not gonna, I'm not going to say what you're doing, but I'll say what I was doing. In my relationship prior, I was having sex and I wasn't married, right? Mm-hmm. There became this when you're not together or you feel a little insecure or something happens to make you feel insecure or there's mistrust or whatever, you're not married. So technically that person can walk. Yeah. Right. And there's no, I don't say paperwork, yeah. but there's no re- real repercussion, let's say for walking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just walk and whether that's, I'm going to take a stroll and I'm going to like see this person or I'm just walking away from you. Yeah. We already had sex and I'm just walking away. You take that intimacy, that, that, that bond and when you pull you you've broken something almost like you broke a finger and you've broke like the and and the way he was putting his hands together i just visualized that and it really sent it home to me in that when you get married and you make that twist that's the perfection that's where it should be you shouldn't be making that twist before you actually make that full that full matrimony sacrifice to each other and i've lived my entire i'm not i'm not throwing stones at a glass house i'm telling you i've made that in that mistake my entire life and after that conversation with your dad i swear bro i'm telling you right now i i i'm gonna try my hardest to do that yeah. to try to find get a relationship with a woman a really good deep relationship with a woman and not do that until we get married it's gonna be tough yeah you know, and and just for you, you and I were talking about it afterwards, and we're like, "How is that even possible, <laughs> <laughs> bro?" I I so marriage so marriage is a big part. So the reason why my dad my dad looked at it as sex because sex is intimate, right? That's you giving yourself and vice versa, right, mm-hmm. to someone else. When 
Like it's, it's not supposed to be like that, bro. Because sex is important. How my dad put it is when you have sex when and you're intimate mm-hmm. with somebody, you grow roots. That's what he said. Yeah, you grow roots. Right, right. When you're married and have sex, you have something to hold and bond you together. Mm-hmm. When you have sex, it's and you leave, all those roots is gone. Right. right, that bond is broken. So you, so she left something in you. You left something in her, meaning mm-hmm. that you guys will be broken at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. And nowadays it's portrayed, sex is portrayed like, oh, I'm going to go out drinking. I'm going to fool around with this girl. I'm going to go out drinking. I'm going to fool around with this guy. He's super cute. Mm-hmm. That is a horrible way, a horrible way of thinking about your life, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm it's so go commonplace, around. Shiloh. It's like, it's probably what, 80 to 90%. That's a humongous part. I would, I would say 90, but yeah. maybe at least 80% of the single people that are out there today, no matter what the age group, they're, they, they want to find that bond with them and they want to test out everything. And, you know, because we're visual creatures, yeah, right? We go out there and we see somebody physically that we like. We see how they move, that what their body looks like, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then we visualize and we want that. It's different. I, you know, I don't know what it was like back then to where like how your parents met and they weren't able, they, they didn't go through that. But I will say from the life that we're living now, it's so difficult to two things it's difficult to put your your mindset there and do it that way and then the other part of that is we want that yeah we want that 30 40 year relationship with somebody who is like your parents but what sacrifices do we really need to make like really look at our souls look deep down in our souls what sacrifices do we really need to make in order to have a good marriage you know like i ask you you got to ask yourself this question do you want temporary happiness or forever happiness yeah exactly you so you so you can have fun all you, you want, want flesh like, like yeah you want you want to live in the flesh great do you? Yeah. You know? No, not really, bro. Like, it's like, not like... <laughs> you want to live in a fresh... It's do not, you, bro. It's not great. <laughs> but like, uh, I'll, uh, like what I will say is that there's great. always God lo- watching over you, looking down at you and just shaking his head. Yeah. You know? And I don't, I don't, I don't want to like... I want to bash anyone for doing that, but at the same time... No, we're it's bashing like, ourselves Yeah, too. we're all sinners, that's why, you yeah. know? But it's at the end of the day, like, just Lord, please forgive me. <laughs> yeah. Please. Just but repent. it's also, but also shallow. It's not, it's, it, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a lot of people, people I've known, man, close with, you know, in the past and know now also that think that it's okay just because they're Christians or just because they believe that it's okay for them to, uh, you know, do wrong, whatever it is, whether it's drugs, sex, you know, lie, cheat, uh, you know, steal, murder, even murder. I mean, I don't know any murderers, but people who are doing wrong stuff and think that they can say, hey, I'm a Christian. I'm going to pray about this and I'm, I'm going to ask you, Lord, to forgive me. Then that's not right either. So I'll go tell you this right here. I'll give you one example that you that person is either a wolf in sheep clothing or he's genuinely being true to you. Now, I, I say it like this. I am not a perfect man. I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect, bro. Mm-hmm. As far as my, my, how, what I do, my fleshly things that I do. Mm-hmm. But God loves me regardless. Regardless mm-hmm. if I was a murderer, a druggie, he can use me no matter what, mm-hmm. right? If God has that type of unconditional love over my life and I'm not perfect, and he has that over every single one, mm-hmm. over, over every single one, bro, who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. Somebody else, whether he's a murderer he, 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 he molested people. I don't know anything. Who am I to judge to be negative and be like, he should, de- he should deserve to go to hell. No, no, no. I never and, you said know, but that. Like, no, but like, I'm saying it where it's like, like someone, someone that is like 
claiming to be Christian and doing something else. Mm. Maybe his life is out of order. Maybe it's not as not as godly as he puts it. Maybe he's not doing everything right. He's just trying to be a good guy on the outside, but in reality, he's you know, his heart is not right. But like what I'm trying to say is that everyone is capable of forgiveness from God. Absolutely. And God loves everyone equally. I can I can tell you this from experience. So I, Christian now, but Catholic before. Like my yeah. parents, we grew up Catholic. And man, you want to talk about people who drink hard and party and like go crazy all week and then repent on Sunday? That's a Catholic. That's yeah. the classic description of a Catholic. That was my life. Yeah. This is a, like go nuts during yeah. the week. And then on Sunday, my, you know, my parents are like, okay, you know, it's time to go to church. And, you know, like I come home and like we all go to church together and like... Man, it was like that's a that's a I'm not speaking against any Catholics in here because I grew up that way. Yeah. But that's that was us, man. It was like, you know, pounding yeah. beers and then, you know, on Sunday we're like, you know, talking about how much we love God and that kind of thing. But as a Christian, I've just known I don't know, man. I, I don't want to say I know I've I've met too many hypocrites, but I've met some hypocrites that are just kind of like, "Hey, I'm a Christian." Mm-hmm. So it doesn't they never come out and say it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But they definitely say, "Hey, I'm just like you just said. I'm imperfect, yeah. so I can. I, I I'm God's going to love me either yeah. way." All I'm saying is, a lot of people lean on that for whatever nastiness that they're doing. They're yeah. like, "Okay, I'm a Christian anyway, so it doesn't not, not necessarily doesn't matter." But I can do this, and I'll still have God forgive me and love me. I'm still going to heaven. I don't think that that's right, it's man. I don't know. Not. I don't know where the line is there. How blurred that line is or what the gospel or what the what the bible says about people like that but to me it's like man it's like anybody could be a christian then you know i'm a christian i'm going to be forgiven i'm going to go to heaven doesn't matter so like in the bible right i told you this in the bible it says like one of one of the verses i'm not entirely sure so i might butcher this but i know it's it say something like this People came up to Jesus and said, Lord, I did this, I did that, I did all these good deeds for you. God looked at them and said, away from me, I never knew you. Ooh. It's, it's bro, one of the deepest scriptures I've ever, I've ever read. Super, super heartbreaking. Yeah. Because you can be like the most perfect Christian doing all these good things, but where is your heart at? Yeah, exactly. There it is. Where Only is God your heart knows. at? Only, Only God, God knows. knows. Yeah. And like there is really very is. unfair questions where it's like, what if, what if you grew up in a, in a part of the world where you never knew Jesus? Mm-hmm. Like you had, you, your hard work, you did all these things, but Jesus was never in your life, like at all. Mm-hmm. You never knew him at all. Now, I'm not entirely sure how to answer that question. Only God knows. But th- that's the same question I asked you on the first podcast. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. So like, how, how, how about if, like you don't have access to the Lord, right? Yes. I would say that you grew up Hindu or you grew yeah, up like Muslim exactly. or yeah. But the Lord, the Lord will judge you equally mm-hmm. and fairly when it comes to judgment day. Fairly. Yeah. yeah. Meaning not like not like unfair like now in the justice system, fairly. No, fairly. Yeah. On what knowledge you have on Jesus Truth. Christ. Truth. Truth. Yeah. Truth. He's in your heart. He's exactly. in your mind. He already knows what you're thinking. Exactly. He knows that you're trying to get around a certain 100%. topic just because you say you're Christian. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's that gives me So so your intention in your heart it matters a lot more. Right. So on. like what what you do, your good deeds. I forget what the song was we grew up. Like, if you think you can make it by doing good works, you're just fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And it's and it was a was a children's song I grew up singing. Yeah. In the church and, and my, my siblings and cousins 
definitely know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry about that detour, but we, uh, right when you, you mentioned your dad and, like, his values and, like, how, uh, how, how stern he was being about that, I was like, well, you know, let's just yeah. jump right into what he really said. Marriage, yeah. marriage, marriage is very important, though. And it's, mm. and it's not something that people should look down on. I think today, the younger generation today are scared to get married. They want to find themselves and stuff like that and test new waters mm. and whatnot. But life is short, bro. Yeah. You know, you got you to gotta be able to put on the mindset and the, and the helmet of salvation, bro, and just mm. keep going forward. Yeah. You know, so like I look at it where it's like you got to find the good one, bro. Yeah. Got to find the good one. Finding yourself is one thing, but God giving you purpose is another. Yeah. So what finding I used your purpose, to tell- bro. I, the, my ex, like I, we used to have conversations about this and I, what I used to say is that, and I don't, I'm a nobody, man. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I thought that I was right. Maybe in some of the things I said and who knows, maybe I was way off base, but one of the things that I did actually believe in, um, I mean, I of course believed in everything I said, but something that really kind of struck home with me in a relationship was we would talk about habits Right. Habits, yeah. Yeah. And so habit, just like you're talking about with vape or whatever. Yeah. Habits uh, can make you or break you. Right. So whatever habit you're doing, it makes you want to do it again if you if you do it continually. Correct. Yeah. Right. So as yeah. you do it, it becomes like, oh, this thing. I wake up in the morning. I grab my vape. I wake up in the morning. I grab my vape. I wake up. You know. Yeah. So if you wake up in the morning and you grab your Bible. Or you wake up in the morning and you, you and you roll over and grab your toothbrush. There you, you go. Know, whatever it is, that becomes the habit. And it's the same thing with going out, going to clubs, going to bars, picking up the cigarette, picking up the blunt, picking yep. up the the forty or or the, um, whatever party drug you're into. Yep. That those things become habits. And I agree with you. And marriage is the same. And versus single life is the same thing, man. If you make you know your your uh, your life. Uh, if you make certain things a habit in your single life, then they're just going to play out that way. And it's going to be even longer before you find, you know, whatever it is that's, that's truly uh, pure. And, was, and marriage is that this, to me. Bro, if he was into all of that partying and stuff like that. I was. You know, okay. So if, if I was talking to the old Jason then. Okay. And I said, Jason, why don't you stop doing that? What would be your answer? Because I like it. Yeah. Because I like, like having it. fun. Because I like it. Yeah, if you want the, the direct answer, because I like it, I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even think twice. It's just like, because I like it, bro. That's mm-hmm. why I'm doing it. Yeah. Why do you think I'm doing it? You know? So what, so, so I know you're not in a party scene now, uh-huh. but what made you stop? Uh, I wanted to be, I was about to say I wanted to be healthier, but I wanted to be better. If you, if you, if you were awesome. to like really strip it down. The first thing I would say, I wanted to be healthier, but that's better, right? Yeah. So I didn't want to drink as much. I was smoking a lot of pot, you know, like especially like high school, like right out of high school. It's the one, the main reasons I, I ended up dropping out of high school is because yeah. I was a stoner. Yeah. I hate to call myself that, but I was, man. I just smoked pot and surfed all day. That's it. And I ended up like go to school. Like I have no idea what's going on. So why even be here? <clears throat> yep. And it's the same thing, whether you're in high school, you're in college, you're uh, outside of that, like working actual job and doing something wrong or doing something that's not healthy, whether it's partying or drinking or whatever. At some point you say to yourself, what kind of life do I want? Yeah. You know, and I didn't know anything about the whole habits thing or whatever, but I just, I was like, I would say I woke up one morning and snapped my fingers, but I, it was that kind of like, 
epiphany of man, my life is, if I continue going down this road of going out, like, where does this really lead? Yeah. Can I continue this? You know, even though I quote like it, where is it going to lead? Just like cigarette smoking or drinking a lot is going to lead to liver issues, going to yeah. lead to like, you know, organ failure. It's uh, smoking is gonna, could lead to cancer. You just, you, you march your life out and you're like, how long do I want to live? Yeah. Do I want to live till 60? Mm-hmm. Do I want to live till 70? Do I want to live till like 100? I've seen some people in their 90s doing very, very well. Yeah. You know, what do I want? What do I want out of my life? And if you want to die tomorrow or if you want to die soon or it doesn't really matter, then, hey, you know, that's this is your life. You want to destroy something that was given to you, a gift that was given to you. That's on you. No one else is going to make those decisions. But to long and short of it, if you wanted me to just answer that direct question is I want it to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think do you think people like do you think people would like if you was to ask them that question, be like, I, I can't escape it. And this is always with me, you know? Oh, that's a good one. Like if, uh, because I'm trying to think like if, if it was me and if I really couldn't escape something, there's something in my life right now that is like that. Like I, I'm trying to escape it. And I, I think about that and I'm like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. So I'm equating that drinking or that partying to that. Like, how do you escape this? And the, the first thing that I could think of as you asked me that question would be courage. Courage. Yeah, is to have courage, to have strength, to have, have a will. Yeah. Uh, a will, I say will to live, but almost like that, yeah. Like yeah. a will to live, a, to, a will to live better, <clears throat> a will to live happier, a, a will to live healthier. And having, no one's going to do it for you is the other mm-hmm. thing is like, no one's going to come in and snap their fingers and get rid of your addiction or get rid of whatever it is that you feel like you're doing that's, you know, um, that's harmful for you in the long run. Yeah. Um, so, hey man, it's tough, but I guess the, the, the first thing I can think of is courage, having courage. It's like, if I could put it this way, I heard, I heard a story one time. I don't know what, it, I don't know where it was from, but this guy, this guy was saying like, if I ever, like, it was a, it was a story, new story they were talking about. And he got su- one one guy got sucked into like a drain pipe or something like that. Like mm. his leg got stuck or something. Yeah. And the rain was the rainwater was like rising, mm. and pretty soon he was underwater and he would drown. And people were trying to get his leg unstuck but couldn't, and he he ended up dying because mm. he couldn't get his leg unstuck. And this guy said, "You know what? You know what I would have told them? Cut it off." So like, what what are you willing to what are what are you willing to sacrifice in order to live? You're asking me that? Like, like in, in general, you know, like in a, in a hard situation where you feel like you can't get out and you're stuck, mm. what are you willing to sacrifice to get you out of that situation? Wow. Heavy, heavy questions, Shiloh. Sometimes you got you to gotta cut off a limb, bro, you know? Yeah, sometimes you got to cut off a limb. You know, I heard, uh, what's this guy? The guy you told me about to listen to the... Um, George Janko. No, no, no. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Yeah. There are a lot of Andrew Tate haters out there, but man, Andrew, I love Andrew Tate. And Andrew yeah. Tate said this, and I and I revisit a lot of his words. Um, and even though a lot of people don't like the guy, I, I, I think that he's great for, for men and masculinity. Yeah. And what he said is sometimes you have to sacrifice the, the queen to save the king. Yeah. That was, that was great, bro. Yeah. That was super great. And I, 
that's a d- difficult thing to do, especially if you are like you and me, man. We, you and I are fearless in this, and people can call it sensitive if they want, but you and I are fans of love. Yeah, that's something that binds you and me as brothers. You know, you and I have gone through relationship issues, and we've talked about them. And for some reason, just like your mom said, the Caprita boys, maybe more you, I don't know, but you're the only one that I've really <laughs> talked to and had like some sensitive conversations with. You are a fan of love like me. And mm-hmm. so if you're really in love with somebody and she's your queen to you and you have to sacrifice her, how does that make you feel? If you're uh, really in love with her, you almost want to sacrifice yourself, Yeah. right? If, especially if you're married, like say you're married, right? Yeah. If I was married, I would I would die for my queen, right? Yeah. And I guess what Andrew Tate is saying, sometimes you have to sacrifice the queen to save the king in that, do you want to live? Yeah. Or do you want, what else do you have to do in this world? Yeah. Do you want to live or do, or do you think that this world would be better with her in it and not you? Mm-hmm. Which one? How much do you have in you? If you got nothing in you and you're a piece of, I don't say piece of garbage, but yeah. these are like kind of Andrew Tate's words, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, if you feel like you got nothing left for this world, kill yourself. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but you know, in this in this day and age, you say kill yourself, people are all over you. Oh, yeah. how dare you say kill yourself? Like mm-hmm. you know, but it's true. Kill yourself if you're yeah. not going to be good to this for this world, and you're and you're just going to be a bane on society. You're going to be you know on I say welfare. You're mm-hmm. going to be you're not doing things for people. And you're not a giver. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Nobody needs you. And if you think your wife is going to do better, let her live. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're married. Because getting back to love, if 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 you're married to a woman, to me, I would sacrifice myself for her. But if I'm not, then what? I mean, what else do you? What what choice do you have? You have to sacrifice her. Yeah. She's not your wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, long you know, roundabouts way in answering your question is <laughs> is I would uh, I would almost sacrifice anything to save myself because I feel like I have a lot more to give to yeah. this world. Yeah, I think back to relationships, I think like a house, you know, the foundations, how you build your house on the foundation right. needs to be sturdy, Right. you know, so same thing with relationships, any relationships with mm. women, men, work, <laughs> work, yeah. family, anything, exactly, your foundation yeah. needs to be strong. Yeah. So that, 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 that game of chess of life, right? That's what he's kind of explaining it. Right. And the king and queen is standing. And sometimes, like, you got to sacrifice the queen for to, to save the king. I think that him saying, like, kill yourself is more like, get out of here. Get out of here. You're not in the game. Yeah. You know, not, you're not, not in not the game. Not, cut not, your throat. But. Not yet. So, like, what he, what he, how he talks, Andrew Tate, is not literally, like, kill yourself. I think he talks. He I has almost a very, feel like he would say that, though. No, no. He, he definitely, he's, like, Andrew Tate, the reason why he was at one point the number one Google person in the entire world is the way he portrays things, the way he talks. Mm-hmm. He has a very, like, very verbal way of saying, like, getting your attention. He's going to say something. There's two ways you can explain something, mm-hmm. like, in a, in a very, like, could be a negative thing you're talking about. It could be a super negative or, like, just watered-down version, right? Mm-hmm. If you go super negative, a lot of people will listen. You know, because yeah. maybe, maybe they'll feel some type of way. That's the way of Andrew Tate. He's going to yeah. say, kill yourself. But really, he's referring to, like, get out of the get out of there. Like, yeah. you're not important, right? Yeah. He's great at marketing. Oh, he yeah. knows how to Big market. Time. He knows how to market that message. And he, yeah. he understands that we have a thirst as men oh, yeah. in this world right now for masculinity. Yeah. A, a, a thirst for, for strength. A thirst for just men in general. Like, real men yeah. in general. 
and he man he's he's it's it strikes home to a lot of people like yeah. us who are like yeah we're men we're we're freaking masculine man we're not like like i don't get today's world bro me either i don't get it me either like, not even like, a little it's, bit it's accepted to be like oh it's a woman's job to do this a woman's job to provide like bro you gotta at least like you gotta feel some type of way in your heart like bro no that's my job you know, I should be like providing for you. Yeah. You know, I think I think today in today's world is accepted that men needs to be lesser than women. I think femin- feminism is something huge. Like, I I look at it where it's men have a certain role in life, and I look at it where it's also men are not loved unconditionally. Mm-hmm. I say babies, dogs, and women is loved unconditionally. I say, man, you need to you need to have a certain skill set to be loved unconditionally or loved in general. Yeah, right. You need to have money. You need to be six feet tall. Nowadays, it's like this, right? Yeah. And I think I think it reverts to back in the day where it's like, man, you need to be able to provide for your family, put food on a table, you know, build a nice house, you know, all these things. I it's portrayed like oh, equal rights, equal rights. In my opinion, I think that men are stronger. You know, men, men are. If you, if I put you in a tough situation, like you shouldn't cry in front of your 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 wife or your girlfriend, right? That's wrong, mm. bro. Like that's an intimate time, right? If you can talk to your your wife about certain things that make you sad, I think that's making you vulnerable and making your relationship stronger. Mm. But also, I say like, you like if I put you in a hard situation, Jason. Like you need to be tough for your family. So you have a family, all of these things, right? I put you in a situation where you have to make a sacrifice move to the for the people you love. Would you make that sacrifice? As a man, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Nowadays it's like it's like it's okay. Bro, I'm gonna go back to the Titanic. They put who 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 did they load on the lifeboats first? The the women and children. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's so the like, way it should be, period. Masculine. So now feminism, women are like, I'm not saying everyone, but like there are people around the world saying that equal rights, but bro, like when it comes down to like life-threatening decisions, men will always sacrifice themselves for women and children. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that's in, that's that's the in our blood. Be. But I think the, the society today is starting, is trying to change that. Yeah. Yeah. Put a black person, put a yellow person, put mm-hmm. a, uh, a man and put a woman and just make it equal on that yeah. boat. I don't, I don't believe in that. And maybe yeah. it's always, you know, but it's, it's, or like how Andrew Tate says it, it's the, you know, he believes in that too. And, and there's something to be said about that because that's the reason why you and I are talking right now. Yeah. It's because I hate to say it. I don't want to throw any, or women or children on, you know, say that they're not, you know, we need women in order to birth. Right. So yeah. I'm not saying we don't need women, but we're sitting here talking because men provided. Yeah. That's why we're here. Men protected. Yeah. You know, the weaker vessel physically, I won't say mentally because there's a lot of mentally strong women out there, but the weaker vessel physically is a woman, right? So how did we get here? How did we build these cities? How did we like, how, where was the strength? The strength was in the men and it always will be. And, and, and the wife, the wife was always giving the men, you know, like, the strength, the wisdom, not wisdom, but I would say like... She was the fertile, she's the fertile vessel. She yeah. is the reason why we're here reason, as well. Reason why the men are like able to do all these things. Exactly. You know? It's a partnership. It is. It's a it partnership. Is. And for people to like, I get it. You know, there's, you know, as we get a little older, women want to do certain things and that's great. I think yeah. it's wonderful. But it gets to be a point where, okay, you know, nothing against women police officers or women firefighters or anything oh, yeah. like that, yeah. but... 
you know, you, you know this. I used to be a firefighter paramedic mm-hmm. for a few years. And you're going into a building. This this has happened to me before. Going into a building, you have a, a, a female firefighter on your crew. You're not taking, you don't want to take her in there. You know, I hate to say this, but you don't want to take her in there in a life-threatening situation. You want to, t- you want somebody walking in that building with you who is going to bring you out. Yeah. Because you have a family. Yeah. If you're single and you don't care and you're like, you know, hey, equal rights, let's go. I'll die. No, 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 no worries. Yeah. Maria, if she can't pull me out, I'll just die. Yeah. No. If my family's sitting at home, I want Bruno or whatever it is mm-hmm. by my side who I know is going to be able to physically yank my 200 pounds with bunker gear and with that SCBA on and with all of our gear, it's going to yeah. yank me out of that building so I can go home to my family. Oh, and yeah. I'm sorry, you can say whatever you want about me, you know, say whatever it is, but that's the long and short of it. A lot of people aren't put in situations like that in order to be able to say, okay, I need a man in this position. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. nothing against, again, nothing against women nothing. firefighters. I love them or, or police officers or anybody who do, who does those kind or, or in the military. Yeah. But there's certain places for certain things in my opinion. And the women in a lot of cases are, you know, smarter in certain areas and, yeah. and there should be a woman in certain roles mm-hmm. and even physically strong women who do, you know, CrossFit and whatever, who are physically able to do certain things, man, they'll outcompete men in certain uh, instances, but it's in my opinion, fairly rare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back to marriage, like how, how to choose your woman. Like, like I told you before, you choose your woman who, who you can go to battle with. Yes. Yeah. We can go to battle, yeah, with. and not not just physically, right? Yeah, spiritual, uh, spiritually, spiritually, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Who will be by your side no matter what? Yeah, yeah. you don't have to worry about her, yeah. right? Yeah, that's great. That's great. I think, that, I think, I think that's man. We got thing, off course. Bro. What were we talking about? We just went like nuts on that one. We went down the rabbit hole. That's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> we had like some topics set up, and then we just started talking about love and relationships, and went nuts. That's good. Yeah, let's, let's 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 jump into another topic. Hit okay, me. talk to me. What you got written down, bro? <laughs> uh, well, I know I wanted to talk about um, family and, um, you know, we I wanted to discuss like certain things that we did here when, when I was on the island or I'm still on the island. I leave tonight, but we did some hunting, yeah, uh, which we always do, mm-hmm. which was great. And we had some topics we wanted to discuss on hunting. And hey, I wanted to ask you about this. This is not on the <clears throat> list, but I was thinking about this as we were driving. We were getting food earlier. And I was like, you know what? I want to bring this up on a podcast. That is, most of my episodes are hunting, right? A lot of yeah. uh, wildlife biologists. We discuss like a lot of uh, topics on on hunting. And I had a a, a, a friend, girlfriend, like she's just a friend, but mm-hmm. um, she's a flight attendant and. A little bit younger, and she texted me the other day. She goes, ask me how my podcast was going. And I said to her, I said, um, it's going good, mm-hmm. you know, for hunters. Yeah. Like, there's people who listen who are hunters, newer hunters, and I get texts all the time and emails of, like, hey, this is great information, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm a new hunter, too, and, you know, thanks for blah, blah, blah. But she texted me, and, and I said, um, my initial response, I don't know where my head was at, but I was like, I want to do more stuff that's not hunting. I want to like do, um, I'd love to start talking about certain other topics. Yeah. She texts back, I would, I would so listen if you did. And <laughs> I was like, you're not listening. No. <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, but uh, my thought was, and this is like a little bit off topic, but I was like looking at my, um, list here. 
and, and the next was hunting for us to talk about hunting on Molokai. And then I was like, man, I would really love it if I was able to kind of have like multiple topics. Yeah. But still have the same listeners, still have hunters listen and have other people listen. But I feel like in a way I've pigeonholed myself into this like little niche of yeah. like a lot of hunters. What are your thoughts on that, man? Do you think it'd be, uh, you know, do you think it would be cool for me to like start having different conversations? Because I'd love to talk about paramedics. Yeah. I just got my paramedic again. I'd love to start talking about like you know, the role as a paramedic and man, I'm loving like what I'm doing again in medicine. And yeah. I wanted to just throw that out there. Um, but I, you know, I just wonder if like hunters would listen to, I think, I think, I think so. Like for me is I, 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 my niche is religion, right. And speaking, you know, um, mm -hmm. just doing the gospel of the Lord, right. Right. Walking in his shoes. And just like you tucked in a corner, right. I need to talk about a certain subject, but at the same time, I also wanted my podcast to be able to talk to other people, listen to their lifestyle, listen to how they what they're going through, their 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 trials and tribulations, right? But also like like me and you, we're having this conversation about relationships and stuff like that. And me, I am I'm trying to do the Lord's work. I'm letting the Lord like take over and use my voice to talk to other people on this podcast and speak life into people, you know, people that are having a bad time. I think you can do the same thing with hunting in a hunting niche. You can talk about how, what type, like deer biologists, whatever. Mm -hmm. But deer bio biologists like talk about their hunting experiences. What is their what is their fire that they go out like? What what is their driving passion when they go out? You know, deeper questions. I yeah. said deeper questions. More and more pinpointing what their heart says about hunting instead of what their mind is saying. Yeah. So their understanding and their like a perspective on hunting and stuff like that. I, like if I was talking to a deer biologist, I would definitely want to know what his role is and what what he does in hunting and blah 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 blah. But I also want to know where his heart is at when it comes to his job, you know, or maybe when it comes to going out and hunting in general. Mm. I want to know how he feels, you know, very very surreal and heartfelt message. What 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 does he have to say to people listening in? You know, like sure, like I I think you could go that route. I think you could share your testimony as well. Your left life testimony and what brought you to hunting in general, mm. you know, I say do it, bro. You should, you should, you should, you should pick that hunting. You should always, you should always stick to hunting. But I'm saying like you have a great voice, you know. So do you, man. You yeah, got a great voice too. <laughs> you have a great like perspective on life. That's what you have. I think you have a lot of encouraging words like that doesn't only rely on hunting, about life in general. Mm. So like people. Like, so if I sit on a podcast, right, like I'm sitting down with you, I'm not only talking to you, I'm talking to other people, but at the same time, I want my job here, right here, sitting on this, like right here, us having this conversation, I want to speak life into you. Mm. That's my job. Yeah. I want to, I want to use whatever knowledge I have and let the Lord do the work and let, let the Lord speak to, from me to you, mm. through me to you, I meant to say. So I, I want to bring people up and not down. You know, use my words to fill people's hearts and not tear people down. You ever heard about like if cussing is bad, mm -hmm. like when it comes to being a Christian, yeah, like cussing and stuff like that. And the Bible doesn't really talk about curse words. I think it says that your tongue can either bring life or kill somebody. Yeah. And I say if it's like if I'm throwing an f bomb like in a serious way, like f you, like just saying it super yeah. to tear you down. Yeah, it's an abomination. But if I say like, oh shit, my 
you know just yeah. saying it like that I, yeah. don't, I don't think it's horrible i think yeah. i think i think just you gotta you gotta use your talents when it comes to like what you say and stuff you know i let it slip a couple times man oh yeah like, i have I've a been, nasty mouth bro i've been saying like some bad <laughs> f words uh i don't know like and i noticed it when i around christmas like when your mom and dad were there yeah i noticed that i said f the f word a few times yeah and i was like not that there was like an uncomfortable silence, but I was like, "Ooh, I said, an, I said." An Sometimes I say it around my parents, and I'm like, "I'm like, oh God, forgive me." Yeah, Whew. yeah, and they don't say, and your, your dad, you know, mom didn't say anything, but at the same time, like, I just feel bad, man. When yeah, I, I, I feel like it's disrespectful, but. It, yeah, it, it slips out. You know, you know there's sometimes where you're, where you're talking to your friends or something like that. F words slip out, and then having a professional talk like us right now, and then like, I don't think anything slips out. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, <laughs> like I don't know. Now? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. think so. I think I might have said an F word already, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. But but it does happen. So yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks for that because yeah. I that's what I you know I like I said I had a friend like say hey you know if you talked about different stuff I'd really enjoy that. So I really I think I'm going to start that. I'm going to start doing different to try to you know uh, incorporate different topics because you know at the end of the day hunters are people. Yeah, right, so hundred percent doesn't matter, and and some people are hunters, and I would love if not just hunters listened. Yeah. I would love if if other people listened too. And so anyway, yeah. So I think thank you, yeah. Tyler. I Bro. think we'll go that route. I think that was awesome. Okay, so with that, I want to. Man, I have so much here. <laughs> I have so much here. Uh, why don't we get into um, halava? Halava. Yeah. Oh, uh, bro. So my, Jason, Jason has been bugging me <laughs> every time he's been on Molokai. Let's go halawa, bro. Let's go halawa. I've never been to the falls. I've never been to the falls. Shucks. It's such a last minute thing too. We're hunting in the morning. He looked at me and was like, is it too late to go halawa? I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it already. Come on, I feel like a little kid <laughs> asking you. Like, Come on, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, it was great though. The drive is long, very windy. Um, and then getting into halawa is just a different world. Mm. No service, nothing. All you have to do is get there. And then you got you got this long walk. You surround it with all these trees and all this just one trail. And before the trail was nice and open. Now it's like just trees, like dead fall over the trails. We have to like climb and like crawl underneath these trees. Mm-hmm. And then now like you have to cross the river, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a, it's a journey, but the, I think the, the reward is always worth it. It was beautiful. 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 I said once we got there, what I say? Magical. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It was like crazy. We got in the water. Yeah. Jaden was there. Yeah. Oh, it was it was beautiful. I couldn't like uh we you and I were talking too. We were like, oh it, could, it, it definitely could get like a lot clearer of the water. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't flowing as hard because it was kind of flowing. Yeah. And I didn't care. I was like, I could just imagine what it looks like then when it's kind of just trickling and the water's clear. But man, for us, it was flowing hard and it was beautiful. And the, you got into the water, it was kind of like an ice bath because the water's so cold, but then you get yeah. used to it. And then once you get out and the sun's hitting you, it was just magic all around. Yeah. It was so amazing. So amazing. But yeah, I want to talk about Halava just because of... You just said what I, you know, basically what I want to talk about is the fact that there's no cell service there yep. and it just feels, there's something about the feeling when you're in there, way back in there. Yeah. We're just looking at each other like, wow, look at this. You, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. a weird feeling. And you yeah. live here. Yeah. Right? It's different from us sitting here on the same island, mm-hmm. but being way back in that valley with that water rushing. It's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. 
Yeah. I think I think the best part about it is when you walk in and you're sweating and just like, oh, it's super hot. I just want to jump in. And then you climb over these rocks right before you get to the falls, right? And then that just that breeze hits you from the waterfall. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my god. I saw that happen to you. Yeah. You were like, like, the breeze. You turned around <laughs> to me, the breeze. <laughs> I was like, bro, this just this feels so great. I was yeah. Like, bro. And I told you that in the beginning. I said the, the walk is long. And then when, you get, when you're walking, you're just, I want to jump in the water. As soon mm-hmm. as you get out, you're just, I want to go back to the truck already. Yeah. And, then, and the walk was fast the going back to the fast, truck. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because Jaden and his dog, though. Yeah. Because they were like, they had a like a nice clip on them. They yeah. were just like, they were basically running back yeah you know to and the dog was just kind of cruising Jaden's cool he's nice 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 guy love that man yeah he's awesome um but yeah man this thank you for doing that thank you for finally this is like one of the checkoffs that i had i was like man i really wanted to go to halava and a lot of people don't know this but the falls that you walk to is not the falls that you see yeah yeah yep so um, that big fall that you see actually from the road, people think that you hike in and that's the one you go to, but you don't. You go to, is it on the right or the left? It's on the left. The yeah. small, it's a smaller one <clears throat> yeah. on the left. Kind of tucked in a corner. Exactly. Yeah. And man, and not a lot of people have been to the big one. Yeah. To the big falls. Me and, included. Because it's, because it's supposed to be really dangerous, your dad said, right? Yeah. Super dangerous. Yeah. I so, feel like risking my life for, for a waterfall, man. <laughs> yeah, well, one day, one day we gotta. We, we go. only we only risk our life for big bucks, but we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Not a waterfall. We we gotta do it though. One day we gotta do it. Yeah, we and can, then, can try it out. Then the other thing we did when we were here is we went um, on the boat with uh, Kaipo and Siri, which was amazing too. Oh, and we, was great. We were able to before we hit the twenty foot swells on the backside. We were <laughs> able to um, see what what waterfall did we get in front of? Uh, it was Hakanu. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Then one, the one next to Halava. Yeah. On the on the actual coast yep. coming down. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was beautiful. The salt air too just made it like just crazy looking. Yeah. I've never seen backside like that. Really? Just the salt air just going over the cliffs and over. Yeah. I was just like, bro, if you had a house on top of there, all <sighs> your screws rusted out, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bro, it's crazy. Yeah, done. Yeah. But yeah, it looked mystical from where we were. Oh yeah, and we were just in these huge swells coming up and down, <laughs> and looking at the the waterfalls. Like, we can't go any further. <laughs> looked at Kaibo, I was like, bro, we're gonna die. <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got some good video of that. Um, and then we were able to come back, and then you guys took me fishing for the first time ever. Oh, that's good like, fun. And man, okay, so tell us, like, let's go through it. We caught. Or you caught. Oh, from the diving? Yeah, the big fish you caught. I, I shot two uhus. I think they're called... Um, what do they, they call called, them? Like parrotfish. Okay. I think they're called in English. Um, so kumus. I think they're called goatfish. Okay. And that's all. That's all I shot, yeah. Then what did we catch? Um, Nabeta. I don't know the English word for that, but it's like... Um, if I could explain, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just, it's a slimy fish. It lives in the sand, mm-hmm. you know, and feisty bro, fish too, feisty. man. Try to, try to bite you. They're like, like, they're like, they're like a, um, they're super flexible. They can like reach back and bite they're you. They're trying to bite yeah. you when you're holding them. They're mm-hmm. like twisting their head and they have these claws, they're on uh, that claws, yeah. these teeth that are like, yeah, fish with claws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fish so, with claws. <laughs> so they have these teeth that they're, if you hold them in your hand, this fish is literally twisting to bite your finger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we fried them up and they were delicious. You just have to gut them, take out the gills, guts, and you can fry it with scales. It's the yeah. best part. Yeah, we ate them best just part. like that. And it's super delicious. good. White meat is just, mm. Yeah. 
What a day. Yeah. What a day. We I was like, exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> saw sharks. Swam with sharks. We had a, a few white tips. Right. That white tip I saw was huge, bro. By yeah. The way. Good size. Yeah. Good size. That's the one I saw below me. I saw two below me, a pretty good size one, then a, sm a smaller one. But when he was below us, he was like just cruising. When he he yeah. actually swam at you. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I shot, I shot at this fish and then I missed. And when I turned my head, he was just darting right towards me. And I like just, just started yeah. playing bubbles. And like, I panicked like a little while. Like, I panicked for a little while because, like, I just shot my shaft. I have nothing to protect me with. I was like, bro, I, I can't do anything. I'm like, I'm just bait in water pretty much. Yeah. And I'm like in his home territory right now. He's coming at you. He's coming at me, you know. So, like, I, I quickly just swam up to the surface. Luckily, he didn't chase me. Mm -hmm. He just kept swimming on the bottom. And then I grabbed my shaft, hurried up, put my shaft back into my gun, and I was like, you got and he just was chasing fast. me. He was just he just following me the entire time. He did, did a big circle and just like followed me on the bottom, mm. all the way to the boat. Until I like I literally touched the boat and he just went turned around. Yeah. And I was like, bro, <laughs> shark, shark, get in the boat. Yep. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, so and then we got back at night. We got oh, back bro. like yeah, it was crazy. Kaipo was a good captain. He's one of the best. Yeah. One of the best. Yeah. I trust him. Yeah. I've been in some rough waters with him, bro. I loved talking to him about it today yeah. or that day. Like we were just, when you went, you had forgot the bait and you went back and we were on the boat just waiting yeah. for you to come back. I was like, you know, Kaipo, your whole family says that you're like the best in the water. Like, and, and he was like, yeah, cause I am. And, and then, <laughs> and he goes, I don't mean to be confident. He goes, but if you want to, if you want to be a captain in these waters, he goes, that's the confidence you have to have. Yeah. So and it was like it was pretty. I was pretty. Well, I was like blown, blown away when he said yeah. it that that way. But he's right, right? Yeah, yeah. Because that when we went backside and the swells were that big, it was having that a person that said that to you earlier. I am the best captain. Kind of puts yeah. your your mind at ease a yeah. little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I look, I look at Kaipo. Like he's getting in a conversation about Kaipo. Hold me. <laughs> yeah. So like Kaipo, um, very talented on water, and this is this is a saying. Nice water does not make a captain. Yeah. So if you're if you're driving on a lake or you're driving nice water all the time, you're you're not truly a captain unless you drove a boat in very rough seas. I've seen some swells big like that, plus wind, like mm. just blowing wind, and it was crazy, bro. Scary. Like you don't know you're going home. Yeah. And it's like all of us have our safety gear on. Like we have floaters, like just holding on to floaters. Kaipo has the EPIRB strapped on him. He has EPIRB out, everything, just driving in the rough seas. Like, Scary. Like, like if this boat tips over, bink, we need for call for backup, Coast Guard guarantee. And it's EPIRB in his hand. EPIRB in his hand. Scary. Super scary. And like I, so like out of my dad, my brother Noah, I'm not, I'm not saying they suck at captaining a boat, but out of everybody, I'd say I trust my life with Kaipo the most mm -hmm. in rough waters because i have more experience with kaipo in rough water um rough waters mm. and especially you backside no cell service nothing and and you coming home especially you go to the buoy back there you're miles offshore mm. and you're just coming back and you're just like i don't know if i can make it home you know wow. imagine imagine running out of gas in a weather like that oh that's nuts man crazy yeah <laughs> super I, crazy the other thing too is like the the dual engines too like when that one wouldn't start i was thinking to myself god thank god we have dual engines and yeah at least we could limp it back home, yeah you know yeah so i had one time it was actually recently with that with that boat um we were driving back i don't know what we were doing we we're diving me kaipo and dad and 
bro, one of the batteries like exploded on the boat. So like I was like in the front and I just heard it just smoking. And I looked back, I was like, bro, it's the battery. So like I was like, oh my gosh. It's like we couldn't touch the battery or anything like that. Just let it go. Mm. And like, bro, it was sketchy. But that, yeah, the engine was knocked off. We only had one engine coming back. Yeah, just let yeah, it Yeah, we back. couldn't do nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's the best part about having dual engines, like exactly. two engines, twins, you know? Yeah. But like, bro, you, you, you screw up with one engine, you're done. That's how I would do it. I don't think that I would do it. Even if it's brand new boat, yeah. single engine, like it just yeah. seems like... After that experience of like, hey, that one one start, I was thinking to myself, well, now what do we do? Yeah. If that really doesn't start and it's our only engine, yeah. what happens now? Do we really have to call somebody mm-hmm. to come get us? Technically, yes. Yeah. I had like no knowledge, by the way, about boats and like wiring and stuff like That's that. That's crazy. You got I'm a very, started. I'm a very like, a very technical guy, right? I'm kind of like a nerd. Mm-hmm. Like I build my own PC here. You see this PC right here? This is my old PC. PC right here. Like You're I built this from, from the bottom up, bro. Built it. So when it came to running the electrical in the boat, I wanted to learn what starboard port was, left, right, you know, green, red, all of that. And mm-hmm. then you start running all the wiring, where this wiring goes, hot, you know, negative, positive. And then you start getting into, like, the signals. So, like, you know how Kaipo was trying to return that key and it was going bing, 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 mm-hmm. bing, like warning sign? That's just bad connection. So when I was climbing on the boat and I heard that noise, I was I knew exactly what the problem was. And I ran the wiring of my father inside inside that boat, so I knew exactly. Just make it. Yeah. yeah. So I just had to adjust the positive. It was it was kind of like corroded a little bit, and then nice. I scrubbed it off. Yeah, you were like the hero for the, for the hour that day. <laughs> well, then we seen um, breaching whales, which was amazing. I couldn't was capture awesome. it on my phone, but everybody or my my camera, but everybody got them on my on their phones, which was awesome. So Siri got a beautiful one. She bro. did. She did, yeah. Beautiful one. I like Siri. She's mm-hmm. cool. This is my first time really spending a lot of time with her. She's awesome. Um, okay. So, man, I had a hunting, like hunting and being back in the mountains, and we were going to talk scopes and semi-automatics, but I'm kind of not even feeling that right now, unless you want to go there. Um, I have some questions for you. Uh, oh, all right. Some questions. And you can ask me the same question back. No, no, no. Go ahead. I have some interesting conversation questions that... I wrote down before you came, but okay. definitely wanting to ask you these deep questions. Okay, talk mind. to me. Talk to me. So this is all about this is all about your platform and stuff like that, by the way. Oh, okay. So one of my questions is what led you to doing a podcast or starting your own platform in general? Uh, and was it your ability to speak or your gift of kindness and respect you have for people? Oh man, that's sweet, man. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um it was very kind. Uh, the reason why I started my podcast was because um, I was inspired, actually, by, and it's going to sound cheesy, but I was, this was six, six or seven years ago. Yeah. You're looking at this system. It's called the Road Podcaster 2, the Roadcaster Pro 2. I bought the Roadcaster one, and this was it came out I'd say like five or six years ago. I bought brand new mics. I brought uh, these arms and like basically a full studio. Yeah. And then I hooked it up. I listened to my voice, and then boxed all of it up and put it underneath the table, and never opened it again. I actually sold it just like that to somebody uh, very recently, and. It had bugged me the entire time because I, when I listened to Joe Rogan years ago, I said, man, I would love to do something like that on my scale. He has such a huge yeah. audience and he, lis- he invites like very um, 
famous people on and people that, you know, you know, maybe other famous people or people, you know, a lot of people want to listen to. I liked the long form conversation to where I could listen to somebody talk and see what kind of person they were. Yeah. In a 10 minute, not even 10 minute, like if you listen to CNN or you listen to Fox or you listen to any kind of, you know, show on what used to be TV, I don't even watch TV anymore, yeah. but when you used to watch TV and TV shows, like you'd hear people talking that got on Fox News or CNN and they'd be, they'd have like 10 seconds or 20 seconds to talk and like these like short spurts. You can't get to know somebody like that. Yeah. You know, they... Everything is fairly scripted. They know pretty much what questions they're going to ask. If they screw up in saying something in like the 10 seconds or they fumble their words or whatever, they're automatically, you know, in this box with the public saying, okay, that guy can't talk or that girl can't talk or they're stupid or they made a mistake in like answering a question. I don't like that. I'd never like that. And then when I heard Joe Rogan's podcast, I was able to listen to his guests and of course, like when he had a guest on, I would pick who I wanted to listen to if I thought it was interesting. And I listened to a lot of like the educational ones where he had like doctors on whatever, a PhD in like nutrition or like a lot yeah. of people that were really big into fitness and that kind of stuff. I listened to a lot of those podcasts and I loved the long form. Yeah. So I thought to myself, I could do something like that, but just on my scale. Yeah. I want to talk to people that I want to talk to, ask them those crazy questions and maybe somebody else could listen to that and learn something. And you know what I thought of was just normal everyday people. And I hate to say that they're not, I don't want to say that they're not as important as like Joe Rogan's guests, but I wanted to talk to like a server at a restaurant and just say, or a bartender or a, uh, you know, firefighter or somebody or teacher and ask them about themselves and ask them about what their life is like. I'm sure that somebody listening out there, even if it's one person, you could help one person, with their story, somebody's like trying to become a teacher, trying to become a fireman, and you know they can speak on that. I'm in medicine, mm-hmm. so I wanted to talk to like other PAs or other physicians or other um, you know even paramedics or in EMS. Yeah, and maybe somebody could learn something. But long story short, when I heard my voice, I got scared, and I'm like, "Your voice is terrible. How <laughs> how dare you think that you could do this?" Yeah, and that's why I boxed it up and put it away. And then the other part that scared me a lot was my intellect, mm-hmm. as I didn't think I was smart enough to to do it. And what I mean by that is people who are usually have podcasts are usually pretty intelligent yeah. people from what I can tell. And that's why you listen a lot sometimes to learn, sometimes for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't think I was smart enough. But I don't know what happened, man. Like just about maybe six, eight months ago, I decided... You know what? I'm just going to just throw myself out there and I'm going to call it a courage experiment because I feel like I'm being courageous in letting my voice be heard, even though I don't like it. Yeah. Letting my intellect just put it on front street so everybody can see how stupid I am yeah. or smart I am or how <laughs> how or how idiotic I am yeah. or how not yeah. funny I am, whatever. And and just say, hey, this is me. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... That's what kind of, you know, I just, I got inspired by him years ago. And and the whole reason for calling it that name was because I had to find the courage in myself to put myself out there and take that criticism from other people who are listening or listen for 10 seconds and never listen again because they don't like it, whatever the case may be. So, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of why I started it. And um, thank you for your 
your question and saying that I'm kind and that. And <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you started it, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't be here right now talking yeah. about this. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, stoked, man. Thank you for asking. And I hope I hope that at least motivates some people out there, whether it's you know they want to start their own thing. It, it doesn't matter if it's a podcast or a business or even just say I want to take that first step. We were talking to Kaipo yesterday yeah. about EMT school. If it's like, hey, I don't think that I'm smart enough to pass the entrance level test to become a blah, 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 whatever it is. You are smart enough. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't think any less of yourself. It may take you twice, three times, ten times to pass whatever it is. 100%. Yeah. You can do it if it's in your heart. Yeah. Never give up. Yeah. And I think think, think that's a great way to put it, actually. Perfect way to put it. You never... Yeah. Well, I'm glad you took a leap of faith, bro, in yourself. It's a, a lot of courage. Yeah, a courage experiment, right? <laughs> a and lot I'm, of courage. And I'm stoked that we're here talking, and I'm glad that, like, when I when you sent me the link of your the Gospel Shoes podcast, I I was I want to say rejoicing, but I was like, I man, I was smiling ear to ear for at least an hour, like I cannot believe he actually did it, you know? <laughs> so it was awesome, bro. You remember the first time, or like our, our first podcast? Mm-hmm. I sat down with you. We had a long conversation. Yeah. And that podcast, I posted it on my Instagram, sent it out to people. So, um, just to just for people to hear your podcast, bring people, bring some audience to you. Yeah. And then. I don't know, something about what you were telling me about, fe- like, the feedback about, like, us, our podcast that we made together on your on your um, platform and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I love how, what people were saying about, like, what, me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of thinking, I was just like, bro, maybe I can do this. They you know? loved you, man. They loved your voice. <laughs> they loved your spirit. I told you this last, not to interrupt you, but I told you this last podcast I did with... Um, Kyle Tater, who's the um, wildlife biologist for the Hickory in, yeah. in um, New Mexico. As I'm setting up this machine in his office, he goes, hey, I wanted to tell you, I really like that podcast with you and Shiloh. And I said, <laughs> like the first one, you know, like it yeah. was like my first or second one. I was like, really? Out of all of them? He goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I really like that kid. <laughs> and then I text you after I, I left there and I was like, hey, man, I got a, like a, a compl- yeah. another compliment on yeah. you. And so, yeah, man, I always knew that you could do it. You're, you're, um, there's something about you, man. You know, I don't know what it is, but like it's that you have this thing about you that's amazing. And I really feel like you could share that with a lot of people. And just like, uh, you know, Pastor Jason said on Kauai, which is good friends with your family and that he believe he, you know, I guess prophesied something on you and said that he believes that one day you're going to be a pastor. If that's in your heart, man, you could, you could be the best at it. Cause you do yeah. have a way of communicating with people mm-hmm. and, um, through your podcast, I hope that you're able to, just like you said in your introduction, I hope everybody listens by the way to gospel shoes podcast with Shiloh Caprita. Uh, it's on iTunes or Spotify. It's on Spotify. It's on Spotify right, right, now, right yeah. now, hopefully on iTunes soon, but it's yeah. on Spotify. Listen to gospel shoes because I, um, I really believe in your introduction that you're really going to help a lot of people. And so um, whether you're religious or you're not religious or you're thinking about it or you're not sure, whatever the case may be, it's a positive thing. It's yeah. gonna, I feel it'll help a lot of people. So I hope people do listen. And I believe in you, man. I mean, I, Thanks, I'm, man. I'm glad that 
even if you know not a lot comes of my podcast i'm stoked that i'm able to like i was able to like at least instill in you some confidence in order to get your voice out there to be heard thank you man uh joe rogan inspired you you inspired me bro wow i'm your joe rogan yeah my joe rogan bro <laughs> it was scary it was scary by the way mm-hmm. to start it up because mm-hmm. like i had very bad intentions when i started it oh tell me about them like tell I everybody about it so my 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 intentions was fleshly intentions right it was like okay. i'm gonna build this podcast and then one day i'm gonna try and make money off of it mm. that's what it was okay so let's talk about hunting let's talk about my passions and stuff like that my hobbies and fishing hunting but everybody on molokai everybody that lives on molokai that's our life hunting and fishing right yeah most of us at least i wanted to touch people more around the world not only to focus on Molokai. Of course, I'm going to talk about Molokai, but I also wanted to touch people like in the state of Hawaii and all around the world. But I didn't want to do it my own way. So when I sat down, I always it was always on my mind, by the way. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. And I kept um, procrastinating a lot. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it today. Really? And then I finally sat down right here on this chair and sat down. I was just sitting in prayer. Just mm. like sitting in prayer, like, what do you, what do you want me to do, Lord? Like, what is, what is it? What direction do you want me to take this? You know. Mm-hmm. And the Lord says, "I give you talents. You know, this mm. is all the talents you have, Shiloh. Boom, boom, boom. What are you gonna do it? You're gonna do it for yourself in the world, or you're gonna do it for me? So I had to, I had to make my heart straight, basically. And I, I said, okay, it's all for you, Lord. That's all I said." Humble myself, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess, bro. And I sat down with it and I said, this is for you. And I was like, okay, I need a name for the podcast. I prayed again, <laughs> sat with it, what paced back and forth in this room. And I was like, you know what is something that I always say is walk by faith and not by sight. You know, that was one thing I always said. I was raised with that. I never knew what it really meant until later on in life, until now. But that's something I always say. And it resonated with my the, the name of my church which is the gospel shoes of christ jesus right and i and i kind of like had to had a, like a long thought about it the gospel shoes what is the gospel shoes it comes from the full armor of god you know if you're going into battle bro you need the full armor of god that's the helmet of salvation you got the breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth you mm. got the gospel shoes and in one hand you got the shield left hand you got the bible which is the sword bro and you, you ever thought about this like when, when, when you, when, like back in the day when they put on body armor, mm. there's no armor on the back, mm. just empty, nothing in the back covering your back is because you walk into battle and you never run from it. Wow. So like I, I settled down with the gospel shoes cause I wanted to spread the gospel using this podcast. Nice man. So nice. gospel I love shoes. That. I love that. I like that you explained that too. That's great. Um, like I wondered about that cause I saw the gospel shoes on there. It didn't even dawn on me cause I've been to the church many times. Yeah. And didn't dawn on me that the name of the church was Gospel Shoes. I was like, what does that mean? Gospel <laughs> Shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thanks for explaining that. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, too, would be like, what does that, what does that mean, Gospel Shoes? Yeah. Going to go dancing or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dancing dancing in the gospel, bro. Dancing with the it? Lord. <laughs> but uh, uh, I got, a, got another question for you. Okay. Very great question, by the way. Okay. For you. Okay. So it says... If you could choose or focus on one thing you want to leave behind or a message you want to instill in people that listens to your content, like what would that be and why? I think, man, I have to go back to courage. Yeah. I have to go back to courage. 
um, you know, not, you know, we'll put a courage experiment aside, the name of the podcast, we'll put it aside for a second, but I'm thinking to myself, as you ask me that question, I'm thinking about the challenges that I have currently. Yeah. And then I'm also thinking about challenges that I've had in the past. And what is something that I would really, that I know in, in a visceral way, and that is challenge. Yeah. I know challenge, I know heartache, I know hurt, I know I'm good friends with destruction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We are, we are pals. Yeah, we are pals. <laughs> yeah, best friends. That's my brother. Uh, so we know each other very well. I know, um, you know, I know perseverance as well too. I know yeah. hard work. I know cur- cur- being courageous. I know yeah. like strength. They're not, I, we're not, they're, we're not as close when I have the other things going on, when I have a lot of challenges and I want to be more courageous. Mm-hmm. I want to be, I want to persevere. I want to work harder. Um, those are, those are difficult things, but you know, what I would love to instill in other people, a message that I would love to get across the core message I'd love to get across to anybody listening. And I know it's about hunting just basically because it's one of my interests, yeah. one of my like real passions. And like we said, you know, I'd like to, you know, expound on that and do, you know, other things. Or and ex, or expand on that, I should say, um, is the fact that I would love people who are listening to have courage, and that is to not just have courage to do something that uh, you think is you know is right, but just to have courage in life in general, right? Yeah. And that is sometimes it's something really small. You know, um, I listen. I'm going to take it back to this podcast that I listened to with Joel Osteen. Um, about doing the small things, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult. I just told this to a friend the other day. It's difficult to sometimes when you're pushing your shopping cart and you've taken all your groceries out of the shopping <clears throat> cart, it's a busy day and you're way back somewhere and you've unloaded your groceries. It's easy just to leave that shopping cart there. No one's going to yeah. care. No one's going to see it. No one's going to, you know, fault you for getting in your car and just putting it to the side or putting it in between two vehicles or whatever and not taking it back to where it should be. Yeah. What are you going to do? What kind of habits, what kind of small things are you going to do? What kind of courage are you going to have? Are you going to have, you're going to have a uh, small courage. You're going to have big courage in my, in my opinion, that's just me. This isn't just me talking. The right thing is to take that shopping cart and it's to put it back. And this is just a small example that I got from a podcast. It's to take that. And what it does is it creates a, a habit. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're forming habits. Okay. Yeah. Is my habit, I'm going to leave this here or am I, am I going to have the courage in order to go do something that's harder for me, that's consistently yeah. difficult, that I know that every time I go to the shopping mall or to shopping or go shopping and I'm going to have the shopping cart, I'm going to have to walk it right back up and I have to put this back. Now, this is just a small thing. This is just one small example. There's so many other examples out there of yeah. small little things that we can do and have courage to do that will make us into what we're supposed to be, to put us where we're supposed to be. Making these small decisions, have the the courage to make these small decisions to one day you're going to be presented with a really big problem. And then what are you going to do then? You've already set up the habits, right, to make that big decision the right way. Yeah. 
if you continue to make bad decisions, small decisions, what's going to happen when you get really tested for that big decision? It's going to totally divert your life into a different area. It could skyrocket you into, I don't say stardom, but skyrocket you into something amazing. Or you could be on the path of making that bad decision and not having the courage. And then when that big decision finally comes, you make a bad decision and then you are totally like diverted into this other area. Yeah. So if I was to say anything to anybody or if I was to try to get a point across to, to, to people who are listening and that would be just try to have courage to make courage. the best decisions that you can make daily. Yeah. You know, so when you're confronted with a big decision one day, you can make a, uh, you know, you can make that decision that really matters for you, for your marriage, for your family, whatever it is, you know. So, you know, I, it, again, I want to say this super quick is that I told this to a friend uh, recently, and that is like, let's say it's like a relationship thing. Mm -hmm. You're on Instagram and you have a relationship and you have an old girlfriend or whatever hits you up and you're like, oh, well, maybe I want to, even though I'm in this relationship now, I want to see kind of what she's saying, mm -hmm. or I want to see what he's saying, or what, oh, you know. So then that little decision to just do that little thing that you know, there's a, there's a gut feeling that's telling you, hey, it's that what you're getting ready to do is not right. Yep. Okay. But no, it's just a white lie. It's just something mm -hmm. small that I'm going to do. Are you going to have the courage to say, no, this is not going to help what's going on right now in my life. Yeah. You know, it's just going to hurt it. Or I think I'm okay to just do this and look at this. I'm not doing any harm in that. You and I talked, we had a long conversation about going out. What did we say in your, you, when you had that ex girl, well, I don't want to put you out there, but you know, when we were talking about, you know, girls and going out and that kind of stuff, when a girl says to you, Hey, I'm just going out. Um, or I'm going to go to this bar and I'm going to go, you know, to this club or whatever. What are they really telling you? You know, and you're in a relationship with them. They're you know? keeping their options open. They're bro. keeping their exactly. <laughs> they're keeping their options open. Yeah. Is that little decision? They think that's a little decision. Do you think that little decision is helping or hurting their relationship? Hurting. And again, it's the same thing about the the shopping cart. In my yeah. opinion, is like, do you have the the courage in order to make those small decisions that will really make you into something special one day, or are you going to be average just like everybody else? Yeah. You know, you so long and short of it, man, if you if I was to get a message across with my podcast is to have courage to do the right thing. Beautiful. That is super beautiful. actually. Thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, I didn't know you're going to ask me that question. I was hoping I'd answer it correctly, but just certain things just kind of came to me as we were talking. I'm like, OK, it's courage. That's mean, a great one, bro. Yeah, it goes a lot of different ways. How you explain it. That's why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Making good decisions and then like not being afraid, bro. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Make the decision. Awesome. Make it, make it. And another thing is make it in the dark when no one's watching. Yeah. You, you don't know? have to be publicly open about what the decisions you make. You yeah. Know? But that's when, who's watching that decision? Nobody's watching it except yeah. for God. Whenever, whenever you're by yourself and just like I talk about this shopping cart, it's a tiny little thing. Yeah. Who's watching you? No one. No <laughs> one. That's, the, that's when you make the right decision. Yeah. When no one's watching. Yeah. You know, small ones, big ones, any right decisions, bro. Yeah. You always choose right. Never choose wrong, bro. And let me say this with an asterisk by it. Okay. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's making, nobody's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not professing to say that I know. I'm just telling you from my experience. 
And if I yeah. was to get a, something across to somebody listening, is have the courage to do the right thing, man. Yeah, well, like the whole vaping situation I had, you know, like choosing, choosing to either I go down this path of vaping and stuff like that or just killing myself at the end of the day, you know, like you have courage to walk away. Mm. Do you have courage also to tell your friend that vaping's wrong? You oh, know? yeah. Exactly. When I seen you vaping, like, you know, a couple of years ago, there's times when I wanted to say something. I don't know. Maybe one time I did. I don't know. But I there was times when I wanted to say, man, <clears throat> vape, you kind of vape a lot. <laughs> or, is that helping you? Or No, you, you know, it's funny. Every, every, every person that consumes anything that is not healthy for them, they know. They know. They're not, they're not dumb. Yeah. You know, they know. But, it, it, you know, sometimes that might be holding them up. And that's an addiction, first of all, you know. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, a half a half a lie is, I mean, a half a truth is a full lie, right? Mm-hmm. So I said in my, other, my first podcast, so you can tell yourself, That's a nah. good one, Shiloh. That's, I told that to somebody the other day too, man. Even a half truth is a full lie. Yeah. Doesn't You're not telling matter. the full truth. You might, oh, but, you know, it just keeps me functioning, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a lie, bro. A lie. You're still killing yourself. It doesn't matter what you yeah. say about it. You're still killing yourself. Yeah. So exactly. like, you know, like if you have habits and when it comes to that, you know, you just have courage, you know, you got to have respect for yourself. You have enough yeah. respect to yourself for like, yeah, hey, I want to live a nice, long, healthy life. I want to be able to see my kids grow up. I want to be able to see my grandkids. Mm. You know, that's it. Like if, yeah. if I have enough respect for myself like that, then everything's going to be great. This is such a, such a positive peachy podcast so far. No. <laughs> peachy podcast. <laughs> Everybody listening in is like, what is wrong? I with like these, these guys? questions though, man. Thanks. This is a, these are good questions. They're very thought provoking. I'm really having to sit here and, and sit with them for a second before I answer. I have, a, I have a great answer to this question, but I want to ask you this question first. Okay. <sighs> you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Man, <laughs> you said, bro, I'm you're really, ready. You're really probing. <laughs> okay, bro, it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's good. Some great questions. Uh, knowing personally, you know, what type of person you are, what drives you every day? Like, what is the fire? Like in your heart, that keeps you going. Love, love, without a Great. doubt. Great without answer. a doubt, man. Without a doubt, I can't even. There's no way that I even could get that wrong. Yeah, is love, man. It, you know. Uh, so I'll tell you this. This is a little embar- kind of embarrassing, but it's also like something that uh, I feel maybe gets to the point of your question. Love it, and, bro. You're being vulnerable. You no, know, that takes it, a lot of courage. Yeah, it's a, it's a very <laughs> sensitive. You're gonna think I'm really sensitive about this, and I don't. And I don't say I don't care, but I I feel like this is um, it's part it's part of your question. That's yeah. why I answered love. I could say a lot of other things in this life, for you know, but what it is, it really is for me is love. And when I was a kid, this is how it got instilled in me. When I was a kid, I don't know how old I was. It had to have been like six seven years old maybe yeah somewhere around there yeah my parents my mom and my dad before they divorced would lay together it's usually it was usually after dinner we'd have dinner we'd wash up you know um i was old enough to do dishes so i was doing the dishes and you know drying and putting away and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and kitchen was nice and clean i couldn't wait till after dinner because i knew it was coming next yeah it wasn't dessert it was my parents would lay down on this, this lit, this uh, uh, weird, unique-looking like sofa thing made for one person. But yeah. they would lay on it together, uh-huh. and I would lay below them with a record player, and it was a stack of records, and I would pull out like these really romantic, uh, 
um, uh, records yeah. and play for my parents. I would put it down and I would put this and I would just, I put the needle on the, the record player and I would look back at my parents and what I was doing as a, as a child and looking back at them to me was making them happy. Yeah. And I could, they were laying together. It was dark. It was a dark room. It was like a small little light on. So it was very romantic, very cozy. And I'm just laying on my stomach in the sitting room. And they're laying on this, this little sofa thing made for one person, laying on top of each other, basically, and talking pillow talk. Yeah. Just like t- I could barely hear what they were saying, but I could just hear them pillow talking. And the speaker was right next to me. So I was listening to these oldies like... Uh, Neil Diamond and Johnny Mathis and the Bee Gees and like Andy Gibb and Barbara Streisand, all these old crazy like, and they would tell me like, I knew what to play next, but sometimes they would say, hey, no, play Andy Gibb, play number yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we, I would put it on like, oh, this, I would count the lines on the records, like, one, two, three, here's it. And I would put it. <laughs> That's so crazy, uh, yeah, bro. bro. And I would play it, and then I would, bro. I would, no lie, I would look back at them, and you could just see the smile on their face, and they would be kissing each other, not like tonguing each other, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but kissing each other. Their cheeks are together, bro. From that time on, I fell in love with whatever was going on there. Yeah. Like, that's what I wanted. And I couldn't wait for my kid to do the same thing for me and my wife. Yeah. Right? And I don't know, man. It was like, it's almost like a halfway, like a traumatic thing that happened to me. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe some kids saw, like, I feel sorry for the kids that saw the, their parents beating each I mean, I did hear my parents, like, screaming at each other and yelling at each other when I was a kid. But... The thing I remember most, I don't remember that. I remember this. Mm-hmm. I remember what love was. And since then, they've been divorced and, you know, they've moved on to their lives. And as you get older, you see you see what life is. I hate to say it, man, but you see what life is really about. And life can be brutal. Oh, yeah. Life can be terrible. But if I was to go back to a time when I thought that everything was beautiful and innocent, it was then when I really fell in love with that, what I saw, which was love. Yeah. So to answer your question, man, the thing that keeps me going, that keeps my heart beating, that keeps my passion, that keeps anything going in my life is is love, man. Love, bro. Yeah, if there was no love, then there would be no Jason. Yeah. I'll tell you that, you know, that's that for is, sure. That, I think you hit it right on the nail. <laughs> nice, bro. <laughs> nice. Yeah, but anyway, it's crazy, kind of sensitive, but um, yeah, something that... Uh, yeah, I, I'll never forget. Yeah. Mine is the keeps, Lord, bro. Keeps me going. Yeah. The Lord. Mm-hmm. Without the Lord, there was no love. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's even before love. Mm-hmm. Right? Before my parents loved me, the Lord loved me. Do you have a, st- do you have a story like that, or was it kind of like... I think what g- gets me up in the morning, bro, is that, that fire in my heart, knowing that I'm not perfect, but God still loves me, mm-hmm. you know? I think what gets me up in the morning is that when I, like, you know when you're in the mountains and you're surrounded by all this beauty, mm-hmm. especially in the water, in different world and stuff like that? Yeah. I love it, bro, but it's like you appreciate everything and it's not like, oh, this is so beautiful. It's like, this is God's creation, bro. Mm. Like, this, it's, it's kind of, yeah. I look at, I look at everything, bro, the little things, like what I'm surrounded with, the love for my family, the church and stuff like that. Like all of that, man, it's God. 
Mm. The blessings in my life. I can count all my blessings, bro. Like, there's so much more blessings coming. My, you know, my cup is full, bro. I'm so mm. blessed in my life. Yeah. And I'm so grateful to say that. Um. Yeah, but the Lord has had favor in my in my life. You know, like I I've not to bring up like the deep conversation, but the trials and tribulations we both went through this year is is crazy. You heavy, know, like heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy stuff. And at your lowest lows, bro, you want to be. You want to rely on yourself to get you through everything. And at the same time where I had to humble myself and turn to someone that actually could help and literally give everything to him. Mm. I'm like, Lord, I can't do this. I'm not good enough for this. I can't do this myself. I said, I'm so sorry. I never looked at, like, never turned to you for, to my, for my problems, for the answers to my problems. And the Lord just says, I got you. Lord, mm. I got you. Wow. And that is, that is something that I'm always grateful for. So every time I wake up in the morning, I have this fire in my heart that I want to instill greatness into someone or like say something. You know, like I can, I can lead people to the trough, but I can't force them to drink. But also I can always plant this seed in someone's life. Every day I walk out. You know, like, you know, we was at the store eating mm-hmm. and I saw my friends. I saw these, these two guys, bro, I never see for the longest time. Since high school, went to high school with these guys, but just being able to like shake their hands, they know they know about me. They see my Instagrams and stuff like that. They know what kind of person I am. I shake their hand at Happy Holidays, mm. something small like that just bring positivity into their life. You know, I heard you say that. Yeah, Happy Holidays, something very small. Mm. Then maybe they'll be like, oh, shit, look at Shiloh's. What is this? Gospel shoes? Click on it. Oh, let's listen to it. You never know, right? Exactly. You know, like I, I, a lot of people want to do like wants to handle the problem by themselves and it's not, like i'm not saying it's wrong but the lord has helped me through a lot of dark times bro and that love that i have for god and the love that he has for me i don't want to hide that love like everyone should know that you know everyone mm. should have should have at least some wisdom on that mm. on the lord and to plant seeds into people bro and you never know like you could plant seeds into someone a horrible person even though they don't want, they do not want to hear it. Mm. They can, they can be throwing f bombs at you, bro. Like f you. I don't want to. I don't want to hear what you have to say about God. Uh, you know what? God loves you. And yeah. you never know. Years down the line, he was like, "What does it mean?" Yeah. And the pastor might come up to him and say the exact same thing: "God loves you." And he's like, "That's what he meant." Man, you wish that it didn't take that long, but sometimes it does. Yeah, it does. It they does. have to go through their own stuff. That's beautiful, man. Like I, when you said that today, to. Um, to, to those guys and I was like if that was me and you said happy holidays I would have I'd have been like even though it's something small yeah I would I would look that kind of turned my head a little bit yeah. like hey you said it you know Merry Christmas or happy holidays it's kind of that's cool you know your reaction was happy, happy holidays brought on <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah 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 they yeah. just kind of they threw it right back at you which yeah. was great but you know I don't know man when I heard it I did it did make my head turn too so you, you know those guys no in high, in high school in high school, when I used to go to high school with them, mm. those are the guys I was hanging out with vaping. Yeah, yeah. So Shiloh's life turned around and all of these things happening in my life now. If I can be very positive with these guys and they know I don't vape anymore, I don't know if they know or not, but for me, for be like, yeah, happy holidays, guys. You know, mm. it's like, that's a changed man. Bro. Yeah. You know? Shiloh normally doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Shiloh's like, what's up? You know, you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shucks. No, that's good. No, that's, uh, Two good things, man. But you out tr- you trumped me in that. Yeah, no love is great, bro. It, it's but it's more. It's you're you're right. It comes from God, but that's my honest answer. It was love, but you know, God is 
you, you, you mentioned the, the difficult times that we had this year. You and I, man, we we're like bonded this year on like a lot of stuff that happened between oh, yeah. both of us, man. Very similar type of stuff happened to us. And we were able to lean on each other. You yeah. know, I, I hope you were able to lean on me. You know, oh, I, yeah. I know I leaned on you quite a bit. And man, you called me at some like low times too. Like I was like, God, you know, I hate to say it, but sometimes I was like, God, where are you? Yep. And then there was a text or a phone call from me like, hey, man, how are you doing? Or like, I was like, wow, how, do, how did he, <laughs> how did he call me at this particular time? Yeah. You know, and how, or how did he, you know, we had some weird moments like that. And, yeah. uh, yeah, man, it was a tough year, and I mean, I want to thank you too for for all the things that we, you know, there, that that we got through together. Yeah, there's like there's, there's that crazy time, bro. I was at the beach, and then like I was like sitting on the beach, right, and with my sister, my little sister. I'm just like looking at the water, and something told myself like call Jason, mm. and I was like, okay. I got up. I said, you know, I need to make nowhere. a phone call. No, like literally, I just said, I need to make a phone call. Called you up. Hello. <laughs> Oh, wh- how you doing, bro? Why, why are you calling me? <laughs> like, yeah. Straight up, bro. This is like uh, like weird timing. Like you told me straight up, this yeah. is a weird timing. This yeah. just happened, like just like not too long ago, like yeah. yesterday. Yeah, you know. And I was just like, "Well, I'm here now. Let's go." You let's know, like go, let's yeah. get into it. You know. Yeah. So. And I even told you, like, you called at that moment where it was like, man, I was searching. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow, like I'm I really feel lost in this moment. And you know, I don't, you know, know who's listening and I I hope that if somebody is lost like how I was in that moment and um because there's certain it only happens, you know, for me. I I don't know how it happens for other people or if it happens at all, but it seems rare yeah. in that you have such low moments, not that People have moments where they want to take their life. Oh, yeah. Right? So um, there's moments like that. And, you know, I'll put myself out there in saying that I've had moments like that. Mm -hmm. I've had moments where I feel like, yeah, life's not worth living, I don't think. Mm -hmm. You know, like if this is what life is giving me, then what, why, why am I even here? Yeah. You know, and I don't know if a lot of people think, if there's certain people think that at certain parts in their life, but... I'll be vulnerable and say it, man. Like, you know, there's there's times that I've had in the past and, and it was this past year and, and, you know, I hate to say it, it was that incident, incident you know, yeah. when you called that I was at my lowest and I was, you said something touched you or something told you to call at that time and, you know, you can call it whatever you want, but for us, we know what it was. Yeah. And, man, I was, it bonded us for oh, sure. Yeah. And it was a big moment for, for me, for you. And yeah, I'll never forget it. I'll yeah. never forget it. And I always revisit, I revisit that and I revisit, and what I want to do for other people is kind of what you did for me in that moment is be there. You know, it takes, whether it's a, you, we just mentioned it earlier, whether it's a relationship, a marriage, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship with your employer, a yep. coworker. Uh, sister, yeah. Uh, any kind of relationship, it takes work. Yeah, it's not. You're not gonna. Uh, you're not gonna get a good marriage or a good relationship with anyone. Doesn't matter who it is, unless both parties are working. Okay, yep. 
And a lot of people don't see that. They think, especially in today's day and age, they think that things are just going to be handed to them. Yeah. For you to pick up the phone and just call me and say, hey, you know, and it's not, it wasn't the first time you've done this. Sometimes we're having a great time you call, yeah. you know, and we're like, whatever. But it takes that. It takes like, hey, let me check on Jason. Let me check on Shiloh. Let me call. Let me text. Let me say, hey, what's going on? Even for, hey, just want to check in, you know, yeah. what, what are you doing? Um, th that's working at a relationship, yeah. you know, a marriage, same yep. thing. Ne neither one of us are married, but we've had relationships yeah. and we know when one is person, whether it's us or the other person's not pulling their weight. Yeah. We've had relationships where we're not doing what we're supposed to. We're not yep. pulling our weight. And then what happens to the relationship, bro? It crashes and burns. Exactly. Bro. Exactly. It's not 50, 50. It's hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Exactly. Yep. And it's 70, 30, yep. 49, 51. None it's of that. hundred percent, hundred percent. So, man, you're making me speak a little pigeon sometimes, like ever since I got here. Like, I'm normally I have like, I'm say good speech, but normally I have, I speak the king's English. Trying to, trying to speak professional, huh? <laughs> but ever since I've been here, I've been like slanging it. Hard. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, man, um, I don't know where we went with that question, but um, hopefully, everywhere. Hopefully we answered it in love and, and, and God. Well, so this, I think this last question I have for you, last question. Okay. I think it just resonates with this conversation you just had okay. just now. So like everyone in life, we all go through our own trials and tribulations. If you could give someone listening in an encouraging message from you, what would that be? Have faith. Have faith. Have faith. Yeah. Love that, bro. Yeah. Have Love faith. That. This came right out to, um, not everybody at this moment is having a bad time. Yeah. Right. Some people are having a great time. Great time. And it's like they don't need to listen to stuff like this and to, in order to be like, hey, I don't need that. I'm having a great time. I'm, oh, yeah. My marriage is amazing. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm rich. Mm -hmm. You know, I have like this. I have that. But is life always like that? Negative. Exactly. Exactly. And when times aren't like that, have faith. Yeah. That's what I would say. Faith is as small as a mustard seed, bro. Small, Small and mustard I've heard that. I've heard that can too. Can move mountains. Well, I've heard that. That's heavy. I've Great. heard that a lot. You said that to me before yeah. too. I think it was on the first podcast I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think, yeah, maybe that's when I first heard it. I don't know. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, but I would say have faith, you know. Um, if this podcast resonates with you, if you um, you like the words that you've heard, revisit it. Yeah. It can, you can always replay it. Look at the timestamp on it or whatever time. An hour, 52 minutes and 51 seconds in, we started talking about faith yeah. and having faith. And when you're having a bad time, when you're in some kind of, whether it's a challenge, hopefully not danger, but if you're in danger, if you're not sure what to do, if you're uh, confronted with a difficult situation, you know, a hard decision, Make sure that you have faith. That's the biggest thing, in my opinion, is uh, is having faith, you know, that uh, things are going to be okay. And if you're religious, hopefully you are, in whatever religion that is. Hopefully it's, you know, Christian, Catholic, you believe in God. You know, yeah. have faith in God that he's going to be there for you um, in the toughest of times. One, one podcast I listen to a lot, you know, it's... Uh, I brought it up to Inoka, and he thinks that it's, he was saying that it's... I don't say too positive, but um, it's Joel Osteen's podcast. Yeah. And he just talks, I'd say, 24-7 about positivity. It's mm -hmm. all his podcast is about. It's They're very quick. They're only like 30 minutes long. 
very heavily into uh, the gospel and very heavily into like being positive when things are going wrong. So yeah. if I was to, you know, tell anybody at this moment right now and in, in, in whatever they're going through, whether it's good or bad or ugly or having a challenge is to make sure that you have faith that things are definitely going to be okay. Maybe not in this moment, in this second, but yeah. have faith that, you know, when you open your eyes again, even you're, if you're pre- presented with that problem one more time or, you know, for another week or another month or years, that you have faith that things are going to be okay. Because if you don't, what's, you know, what is there to look forward to? Yeah. You know, you need to have faith. It's a need. Yeah. It's like water. Well, definitely. Yeah. So like, I think faith, faith is a big one, like in, in my life as well. I think like if you don't have faith, bro, like you're walking in the darkness, mm-hmm. you know, and it's a walk by faith and not by sight. It's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And like, like doing that is like giving yourself up and being like, God, I got to surrender all of this pain, darkness, all these bad times. And, and, you know, like, like I told you, remember when I told you, it's like walking the plank, bro. Mm. And it's like, if I can trust you to guide me, if I was blindfolded walking across this, this from one side of this mountain to another on a tightrope. And I had to rely on you to, mm-hmm. to guide me across this. It's the same thing, you know, just relying on God to guide me through this life. Yeah. And like a lot of people, I say, like a lot of people might feel like I'm not worthy of God's love. You know, I'm not worthy to turn myself over to Christ. And I'm going to say this, like I had this written down because I was reading the, the word the other day. And in the Bible, Elijah was suicidal. Samson was a womanizer. Noah was a drunk. David was a murderer. Jonah ran from God. So you're like, we aren't perfect, but you're never too broken to be used by God. Wow, okay. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. So like, even though like you turn your head away from God, God has never turned his head away from you. He's always watching over your life. And sometimes it might say like, God is not listening to me, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like that many times in my life, bro. Many times. Mm-hmm. But like now, now I'm in a better place in my life where... You know, I look at God and it's just, it's not just a big guy in the sky anymore. You know, it's my friend, mm-hmm. my real good friend, you know, and not only that, you know, because he's kings of kings, man. Mm. And, you know, fearful. I'm a God-fearing man, bro. God-fearing man. Yeah. And my life has been blessed ever since, bro. That's amazing. Seriously. It's a good story. It's a good, um, it's a good way to think about things, you know, like that's the whole premise of your gospel shoes is walk by faith and not by sight. Um, as you were talking, I was thinking too about some things and there's been times when I would get up, you know, you know, uh, like this morning was a good one. If you're going through a problem, if you're going through a challenge, it's really just beating you up daily and you open your eyes. What's the first thing you think about? Yeah. Yeah. You think about the problem. You're yeah. thinking about like, oh man, it's back. Yeah. It's almost like getting drunk. You know, and like, oh, I forgot about it for a minute. And then you sober up and then not only do you have the headache and you feel like terrible and and dehydrated and Mm -hmm. like, you know, fatigued. Now you have that and the problem. Yeah. You know, so what's better to live your life healthy and to to have faith. And when you get up, hopefully that problem is a little bit less that that next day. Have faith. That it's going to be better. Don't have faith in alcohol. Don't have faith in, uh, you know, other people. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I hate to say family, but it's, don't have faith in anyone except for God and, and the, the yeah. fact that things are going to get better. 
Um, so yeah, man, uh, I think faith is is uh, is the one. Sometimes, the sometimes one. I want to like tell people like, don't listen to me. Anything that comes out of my mouth, unless I'm referring to the Bible, don't listen to me. Yeah, open the Bible, start exactly. first. Exactly, you know, take action, pray. Yeah, you know, read the Bible, and like you're also a vehicle though, Shiloh. Like it's uh, we're vehicles too, right? Somebody could send something through, or God could send us to someone for just to make for a message yeah you know but i get it i know what you're saying though. god puts us in random positions bro and pl- like places where like say i say i pray on this god let me let me touch someone's heart today god can send me into someplace really dark mm-hmm. so you got to watch what you pray for you that's know that's true too i could i could be sent into a situation where someone had to have a heart attack right here boom yeah and what do i have to say to that maybe i have to go down to him do you know god do you know my Lord and Jesus, you know, Lord and mm-hmm. Savior, Jesus Christ? Do you know him? No, I don't. What am I going to do, you know, yeah. in that situation? Like to touch someone, you know, to bring, see, it's like, it's very tough, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, like you can pray for God, challenge me, you know, give me, mm-hmm. give me a challenge mm-hmm. and you got to watch what you pray for. Watch what you pray for, yeah. And again, like I told you, bro, every time you pray, there's always two people listening on that call. Yep. You got the, the devil, devil. bro. Yep. The devil always still kills and destroys. He does. Hey, let's press pause for one quick second. I'll use the bathroom. Sweet. Okay. All right. Back from the back bathroom break. Um, so we're two hours exactly in. And uh, I think we could go for closings. Like, we can go for like a, um, I don't know if you want to go first or, you know. Uh, I just want to say thank you, Jason, for having me on your podcast. And uh, it's been a great conversation that we've both been having on this podcast and also having your company for Christmas and going (laughs) on a lot of adventures. And I thank all the people listening in right now. Um, If you've gotten this far into the podcast, I really appreciate you guys. And (laughs) yeah, yeah, you know, just I just said, please be safe out there, you know, and. We love you. That's what I got to say. Awesome, awesome. Thanks, Shiloh. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I feel really blessed, and I feel uh, just amazing that we're able to do each other's podcast. You finally have one. I'm like super happy for you. I'm, I'm excited to be on your second episode. We hope today is the what is today the twenty eighth, and we hope to have this podcast up. It's it's two o'clock in the afternoon here on Molokai. Um, on the 28th, we hope to have this up when we get back into town, um, on our platforms, um, on Spotify and iTunes, a courage experiment, and then gospel shoes, um, on Spotify. Um, it's two hours long. We know it was a long one for you guys. If you listen, you listen all the way through, like Shiloh said, we're super happy that you're able to get through it with us. <laughs> yeah, there was a yeah. there was a lot of different topics. Um, I'm actually excited that we didn't talk about hunting. I don't think I, I would those words would ever come out of my mouth. Yeah, but I'm excited that we just talked about life and we yeah. talked about love a lot. We talked about some kind of like uh, some gushy subjects, yeah. you know, maybe for guys and um, but we. Uh, uh, Shiloh and I believe a lot in courage and and being out there and sacrificing ourselves, our hearts, you know, for someone out there who could be listening, who could be going through something or and or uh, need some encouragement. And we're here for that. And uh, we hope that uh, our, our next podcast, I could think I could speak for you, Shiloh, when I say that we really hope that our next podcast or 
similar to this, these podcasts or this podcast in that they're motivational and that they're encouraging and that they give you some uh, form of strength and faith and love in your life. And we love you. We we genuinely do, man. I really, I think I can speak for you there too. Like we genuinely love the people who are listening and we genuinely thank you for listening. Yeah. And if you guys are feeling, you know, like you guys, there's no one around you that loves you guys, man. You guys are so blessed. You guys got to realize that there's a lot of people that love you guys in you guys' lives. And I told Jason this too. Yeah, you never never tell yourself you're not loved. Just know that there's a lot of love around you. You just got to just got to seek the right place, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah, be around the right people. Exactly. And have and have just like we talked about, have faith in in God. If if hopefully you believe in God and if you don't, that's okay too. We're not. Uh, we're not. We don't want to make anybody feel bad who who doesn't believe in God or ha- who has a different religion. Yeah, I think the message more uh, for us is living better, a better life. You know, and being happier in your life, no matter how you do that. For us, we know what it is for us, but for you, hopefully, uh, you can find that in your life and know that there's if you're going through a tough time or you're challenged that there's a lot of other people out there going through the same thing if not worse yeah structure foundation in your soul your heart yeah mind, everything. yeah and just uh you know feel encouraged and yeah. and know that we're behind you and that we love you exactly all okay right, all right brother love you yeah love god you too bless. okay god bless